0: good evening wrestling fans and welcome to the wrestle talk podcast for the next two hours we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe and much much more we will also bring you exclusive interviews with the
1: greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the WrestleTalk Podcast,
0: check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now, it's time for the reigning, defending, Undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcasts, the Wrestle Talk Podcast.
2: Everybody, and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast, right here Tuesday night, live. And as always, I am here with the one, the only, the Night Owl. How you doing, Night Owl? (laughs) Haha!
3: qué pasa, qué pasa, qué pasa, loyal members of the Wrestle Talk family. John, really exciting night to be here, man. We've got two incredible guests. And I believe the maestro is going to be joining us in a few minutes, man. So, it's guaranteed to be a good time. Guaranteed.
2: Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it. You know, always a good time when we're all here together on the Wrestle Talk podcast. You know, no better place to be on Tuesday night, I tell you.
3: Man, there's no question about it, bro. And then when you look at the lineup we have today, um, it's keeping with the commitment we made to the listeners last year. We're going to try to expand our horizons a little bit. We're going to go outside of the Kansas City, St. Louis area, out of the Martinsburg, West Virginia area. We're going to try to expand beyond our horizons. And I think even though we've got a couple of guys from those areas today, these are guys that are well-traveled because Cisco's all over PA, he's all over Virginia, West Virginia, and Niles Plunket. I mean, he's in Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Texas. So... We're going to keep with that trend through 2022, Huss, because I believe our listeners deserve some variety, and I believe they deserve to hear from some people that they might have otherwise never heard of before, so we're kind of opening some doors, so to speak, and you know the, the forbidden door thing keeps getting tossed around every week now in pro wrestling, it seems like, so we're not necessarily opening or closing any doors, we're just trying to make sure that we expand the doors that we've already created. What do you think about that?
2: Hey, sounds like a good plan to me, you know, and if we play our cards right, who knows, we may even be able to uh, reach out to a couple other countries, not just other states.
3: Oh, dude, the fact that we're already heard in so many different countries is an incentive for us to do that. You know, to date, we've been heard at least once in over 40 different countries. John, were you aware of that?
2: Actually, I, I did know that we had been heard in several countries, but I did not realize that it was 40.
3: 40, and we're looking to expand that. Also, thanks on the Heads Up, guys. I know I sound a little muffled. I'm going to try to get that address here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but for the time being, John, I know we've got some business to address. So first and foremost, tonight's show is going to be special because I have a special announcement, and we'll be making that in just a couple of minutes. We're actually adding... Um, Someone or something to the team So that's something I'm particularly excited about I'll share that with you guys in just a matter of moments What I will also say though Is that we have a tradition around here On the Wrestle Talk Podcast And we like to start off the show the same way Every single week And that's by asking everybody to respectfully Remove their caps Place their hands over their hearts As we pay homage to the greatest country On God's green earth and that's America, damn it. Go ahead and hit it, Daddy. Oh, you <laughs> john i know you want to say it so go ahead and say it of course you
2: know it, it brings a tear to our eye every time
3: every single time well let's do this i want to get this distortion issue taken care of so why don't you hit the sponsors i'll come back with a little bit of breaking news and then we'll go ahead and get the show on the road is that cool
2: that sounds like a plan to me go for it bro all right So, of course, we would not be here without our great sponsors, and we want to thank each and every one of them. You know, we have Everything Combat, Kincade Arcade, who will uh, be hosting the Royal Rumble Watch Party, eSports Bar Kansas City, the uh, place where we used to do our watch parties, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter Dreams Production. Wrathbun Engraving, where we get our lovely Wrestle Talk podcast mug. You can get your very own mug with your name engraved on it. You know, just 20 bucks, you hit one of us up, and we will be more than happy to uh, to get you all hooked up. 20 bucks plus shipping. And of course, uh, me, Fiesta Reynolds, and the world's premier fantasy wrestling league, the F w w c
3: that's right that's right (laughs) yo i love that so let let me get a mic check mic check do i
2: sound better you uh you're a little low
3: okay i'll
2: come up a bit one two one two one two one two three four five six you you do not sound muddled like you did before but uh you're still a little low though
3: i'm gonna go a little bit higher and then I'm going to switch my setting over here. Guys, live podcasting, it's uh, it's a do-or-die kind of business. Um, there we go. That should be better. Are we cool?
2: Now you sound like you're off in the distance. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, just just, just <laughs> one moment, one moment.
3: <laughs> Sorry, y'all. There we go. That'll be the one. That's the one. I can't see the back of my microphone. What do you want me to do? This is live radio, okay? Kiss my ass, eh? How about that? eh? you like that? Okay, Are Not we about a sound check, Night Owl. I, dude, I tried to do it, but it just wasn't—it wasn't responding this way before. Oh boy! <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let me share this breaking news. John, do you do me a favor, bro. Let's go ahead and hit the breaking news drop because I got some sick news, baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a honor and a pleasure for me to welcome in the newest sponsor to the Wrestle Talk podcast. Our friends over at Nobleman's Barber Lounge. That's right, we have yet again struck gold with another incredible sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you're like me, you remember going to the old school barbershop. You sit around the big chair bunch of guys growling and huffing and puffing about sports or politics or whatever the hell it may be now these days maybe not so wise to do the politic thing but we're definitely talking sports Nobleman's is that kind of place guys it's right on the corner of 39th street and state line road in kansas city missouri if you go down there make sure you tell them two things number one the wrestle talk podcast sent me and number two i'm looking for pete the barber that's right Pete the Barber, Noblemans, those guys absolutely love the Wrestle Talk podcast. So much so that they decided that they wanted to do some business with us. We gave them the opportunity. They've come on board as our new sponsors. And let's just be honest, John, I don't have that much hair. So the little bit that I have, it's got to look crispy and clean. And especially when I need my goatee touched up. Because, you know, I like to keep this thing nice, primp, and clean. That's the way my wife likes it, I'm going to be honest with you. That's how I like to keep it. The place that I go is none other than than Nobleman's, and when I go there, I ask for Pete the Barber. So, guys, thank you so much, uh, Nobleman's, for supporting the Wrestle Talk podcast, and hopefully our listeners will return the favor by checking you out, following you on social media. Again, guys, that's Nobleman's Barber Lounge. They've actually just gotten started on social, and they just opened the barbershop not too long ago. So what you want to do is go over there again, tell them that the wrestle talk podcast sent you and make sure you guys ask for Pete, the barber, John, I know you didn't even know about this, bro. Is that exciting or what?
2: That is exciting. You know, I've actually seen you posting some stuff about that. Um, I saw on Facebook, you know, uh, I think it was just last week where you actually did your, uh, your live video where you took us inside the barber shop and, uh, and gave everybody a look around and you know that it, it looks like a great place you know if i was up that way you know i would definitely try it out you know not i can definitely use a a shave and a cut you know
3: yeah trivia i saw you on that uh uh wdwa video and i was looking at john for, for a second i was like yo did they are they letting homeless people in and then I was like, oh, no, it's just JP. <laughs> no, I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. When you come to Kansas City next time, we definitely got to get you down to Nobleman. So that's my big announcement, guys. We have a new sponsor on top of all the incredible sponsors that we have that John uh, recently just mentioned a few minutes ago. So if you have a small to medium-sized business and you're local and you're independently owned, we would love to have you on as a sponsor. The Talk Podcast continues to grow. And we want to share that growth with you by, you know, getting some fresh faces inside your door. So hit us up, wrestle talk podcast at g- gmail.com for any sponsorship inquiries. John, did I hit that? Was that good?
2: Sounded good to me. You know, Susie wants to know uh, do you get the night out discount? If well, listen, I'm going
3: to be honest with you. If you're looking for a, a bargain on a haircut, Nobleman's is not the place. I'm just be honest. Like when I went there, uh, I'd been to San Francisco about two years ago. I was in uh, Carlos Santana's hometown in southern San Francisco, and I came across a place because I was coming home with my wife after a few days out on business, and I was like, yo, I want to look crisp, I want to look clean. That's when I had my beard. So I was like, man, I'm not going to go to any place. So I found this place that was just like Nobleman's. can't remember what it was called. And they trimmed my beard up, and it was a side like 25 bucks for the trim. But, bro, these guys, it, it, it looked like it was drawn on, John. That's what they did at that place in San Francisco. So when I took my son to Nobleman's and and uh, ha- had him sit down with Pete the barber, it was like the exact same thing. So I'm going to be honest with you. If you're looking for a haircut at a discount, holla at Supercuts. This is not that place. But if you're looking for something clean and pristine, you're going out with your wife on a special date, anniversary, wedding, prom, whatever it may be. You're going on a vacation and you want to look like, mm, Nobleman's is the place to go. I'm going to just be honest with you. You and know, the kids I, I, that want like designs in their hair and stuff you know there's like kids that want designs in their hair bro they do that there like they do all of that there it's incredible
2: i was gonna say I, i've seen some uh, videos and stuff of that you've been sharing from them and you know it it looks like they do some really awesome work and you know they always say you get what you pay for so you know it they might uh they might be a little more pricey but from what it looks like it It looks like it would be well worth it.
3: Well, when you think about it, bro, when you think all of our sponsors, like none of them are like the discount spot, right? Royal Mills Transportation, that's high-end travel. I-70 Sports Media, best sports media coverage in the Midwest, right? When you think about eSports Bar KC, incredible place, thousands of TVs, awesome facility, super clean, super nice. I mean, so, I mean, I'm going to just be real. We're keeping it 100 with our branding because even our merch, is top flight merch like okay? I have the T-shirt. We don't really sell T-shirts, but this is this was our first true merch product, and it's twenty bucks. So it's like we're trying to sell you a five-dollar bracelet or something. Like the Wrestle Talk podcast, man. I hate to say it, but we're a little sophisticated and it's appropriate because you know we got the connoisseur coming in in the second hour, JP, and then in the first hour, boy, are we gonna get hardcore with Cisco? I believe the show we decide the show name we decided on today was kill him with class right is that what we went with i know i was a little late
2: yeah you were a little late i had already uh went you with, go with? Uh, luke skywalker's bottled up
3: a bottoms up or bottled up? bottled up okay i like that too that's pretty good no hey i like that that's pretty clean all right so with all that said now that i think my audio issues are fairly under control let's go ahead and get into tonight's show bro Because there's a lot of pro wrestling to discuss. The maestro should be joining us shortly. And bro, do I have some high spots topics for you. So why don't you go ahead and cue up the music as we get into tonight's edition of the WrestleTalk Podcast High Spots
2: segment. Well, and real quick, just shout out to my man there, Sonny Mayo, who says he'll be checking out the uh, new sponsor soon. Hope you feel better soon, brother. I know you're a little under the weather. So, you know, shout out to you and uh, hope you feel better. Well, yeah, you know what? Before
3: we go into high spots, we got any other comments, any other questions before we kick this thing off? Because I'm going to be hot and heavy with the high spots segment.
2: Looks like uh, Chad
3: Hickson wants a mug. Hit me up on a DM, my guy. 20 bucks plus shipping. Now, if you're in the greater Kansas City area, like an hour within Kansas City, I'll drive it to you personally. How about that? (laughs) So 20 bucks with your name on it. Yo, Ralph, hey, hey, New York in the house, baby. Hey, capisce, get the fuck out of here. Hey, you know what? If you don't like the censorship, bro, we're going to be switching to another platform at some point, like outside of Facebook. So if you want to talk your shit and not get uh, uh, a flag for it like Ralph did last week, make sure you stay with us, boy, because this Facebook shit's getting on my nerves. You can't even compliment a pretty girl, according to my pr- my friend Owen. And we're in a fantasy group. My man Luke said that he was gonna knock out somebody else, and he got flagged for it, even though he was role playing. I mean, come on, man. I'm sick of these bums. I'm tired of it, bro. Every single time I go on Facebook, I feel like this. Always oh, censoring somebody, man. Sick of this shit. This is America, damn it. That's why we do the anthem, man. We're trying to, you know what I mean. We're trying to keep the energy, you know what I mean. You know what I mean oh uh-oh, uh-oh, here comes the heat for Niles Plunk. <laughs> oh, boy, hey, Mike, hang in there, because if you want, I'll have you come on and ask him a question, and you can talk all that trash to his face. Because Niles Plunk, hey, he's a classy guy, but he's been known to lay out a or two, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what else we got?
2: Shout out to Herb Simmons. The
3: legendary Herb Simmons, class act. There's a couple people coming after my man Herb. Hey, if you coming after my man Herb, you're going to have to deal with the night I'm telling you right now, there's a couple trash talkers out there. Yeah, I know who you are, JJ. I know who you are, you bum. All right, who else we got?
2: Chris Rodell says that the maestro is late because of the national anthem.
3: See, <laughs> this is this is the anti-American nonsense that I'm talking about. Do you think Maestro protested because of the national anthem? He's running from Roseanne Barr? Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no. He's a he's a God feared American. We love we love the maestro. Says, uh tell Nice Plunk something in store. No, I'm not telling them nothing. You you're telling them. You're coming on, Mike. Mike, you're coming on. You're going to tell Nas Plunk. Listen, I got to work with the guy in a couple of weeks up the road here in Kansas. You're not going to get me in trouble. You want to come on and talk trash to the man? You can do it yourself. How about that? I know I have this hat, but I ain't nobody's messenger boy. You hear me? <laughs> I do have a messenger
2: boy hat, don't I? Susie thinks I should have the HH put in my hair. <laughs> the H- HH? What's that? Hardcore Haas? Oh, oh, yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> right in the back, bro. Right here. <laughs> Dude, that would be so sick Hey, I'm sure we could set it up If you want to go all out for a Universe Mania We'll go see my guy Yo, yo, Chris, what's going on? Thank you for being here, brother Ah, blessings, brother Hopefully everything's good with you out on the coast, man Alright, dude, let's go ahead and get into this, Hoss, baby Let's get into some high spots Let's talk some shit Let's talk some wrestling Let's talk wrestling
2: Alright Give me some music, baby I'm ready. My check, My check Mic check
0: Alright, alright. WrestleStop <laughs> <Special Salt> Podcast. <laughs> DJ Money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome to High Spots, so we pop news like Flair Chops, we stop shop, coming through the screams of the laptop, it's non-stop, like I'm on the streets of the blacktop, we hit hard like get shots and backgrounds, I like can block flash through like a family fly, now that's hard, we up the steam while they stay slow, Wrestle all podcast, yeah, now they know, we are about to start the show,
3: uh. <laughs> I love that song. Shout out to DJ Money.
2: And, uh, also, uh, we got the Lumberjacks on here. They've, uh, they were giving a shout out to Herb Simmons and also shout out to the Lumberjacks who just, uh, got the tag team championships back, so they are two time. Was that? I think that's over at ACW.
3: Is that? Over? I think that's I over at ACW. I that's the one. Good for you guys! Bravo! Hey, not only you guys champions, you also make some of the best jelly I've ever had in my entire life. I'm gonna just be honest with you. You guys absolutely kill it. Let me go ahead and drop this in the background, baby, so we look proper around here. All right, so Haas, uh, number one, high 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 spots topic. Um. What do you think about my new background? Does it look good? It looks pretty good, right? Yeah, it looks yeah, good. Yeah, it looks good. looks good. I'm just trying to raise the bar. You know what I'm saying? I want I want us to look good. You know what I'm saying? Do you mind if I go single boat? Let me go. Oh, no, no. No, oh, no. Not Wrong that one. face. Oh, not that face. <laughs>
2: you're, you're trying to gain people, not lose them like oh, now. Oh,
3: my bad. My bad. <laughs> there we go. Ah! <laughs> hey, let me get a thumbs up. If you guys like the background, if you don't like the background, go to hell. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I just, um, I just, I guess I'm just trying to show everybody that, um, that like we, we're trying to step up, right? Like we fix the background, my mic starts acting up. I don't know how the hell this happens, but we are progressively trying to improve. And if we're ever able to get Maestro on, you will also see that he's doing what he can to make his setup a little bit better. Because we care about y'all, man. We, you guys give us the time once a week here on the Wrestle Talk podcast for two, two and a half hours, and we want to make sure we do something proper. We want to make sure that you guys look at us and go, "Hey, those guys are actually putting in some effort." Not only do we have great guests and, and great and great interviews, in my opinion, and great content, but we also want to make sure that when you look at it, you go, "Hey, these guys took their time." Because John went and got that background thing, and it looks great, man. I love it. It's simple. It lets us see you clearly, and, and it just it looks professional, man. So. Anyway, that was it. Let me stop. Let me stop. Here's my real high spots topic, John, unless you wanted to jump in. I feel like you wanted to jump in. Well,
2: just just real quick, I thought I would just say that, you know, speaking of trying to make us look better. Okay. And speaking of people's faces who will just draw the crowd in. Okay. Well, the one, the only, the maestro is here. Hey, let's go, baby. I like it. (laughs)
3: what is up guys bum thanks for being here
4: (laughs) i I know i uh long story short i'll explain later in the chat but i look i was just like oh shit i'm here i got my beautiful new stuff all set up so we are ready to roll
3: they had a two for one at white castle and you stopped at white castle don't lie to me i know how you (sighs) Saint louis roll Damn it, i know or emos or something you know <laughs> honestly i'm not gonna lie man. everywhere
4: <laughs> if it was emos it might be kind of hard to pass up Toast not gonna rats. lie
3: yeah bro oh you know we got emos in kc now right do you really uh we got two baby oh this is why man. i can this is why i continue to look like this okay <laughs> let's just be clear
4: <laughs> oh my gosh hey, welcome I, man how
3: you doing tonight bro i, I gotta ask how you doing
4: I'm doing all right, man. Thank you so much. I'm just very blessed to be here. Um, it's always a great time. And you know, Haas, you're looking good. I know uh I know you're still reeling from that loss, unlike Renee, who's uh who's loving the dub. Sheeves, so... baby, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. So whenever anyway, you're great. looks fantastic,
3: bro. You I was sound gonna say, great
4: too. Thank you so much. I just wanted to make sure if I'm sounding great too. That's that's one of the things that makes important to me and all this so um but yeah i'm excited for all this so definitely
3: (laughs) cool man cool all right well let's go ahead and get into high spots bro you came in actually at the perfect time the one thing that you miss is that we have a new sponsor Nobleman's on 39th and state line is our new sponsor for the Wrestle Talk podcast? They do like high end haircuts, guys and girls, bro. It's a classy old school joint right in kind of an old part of, of Kansas City, Missouri on 39th and State Line, right by Jazz Louisiana Kitchen, the famous Louisiana Kitchen here in Kansas City. So I figured you would know that because you and I 70 Sports Media are actually sponsors of the show that you're on as well. Very true. That's how much you believe in the Wrestle Talk podcast, just like we believe in and i70 sports media. So thank you, bro, and and you know, help us welcome Noblemans as well cuz I know that's uh, something that you're well, Absolutely.
4: About too. It's a pleasure. Right. So glad to have Always glad to have a new sponsor because it's not just important for us as members of the Wrestle Talk podcast, but it's important for them, you know. It, it's a 50-50 or 100-100 type thing, you know. We're all working together to get bigger and better each day. So Well, glad there's they're no bored. question
3: about that it, no, and let me tell you what Sports Clips did to my son, bro. Like literally the late my son's 12, he never cries at a haircut. She she cut him, he was crying, he was upset. She was Aww. Dude, I said never again. I don't care how much I have to pay for a haircut man and then we found Nobleman's, bro, and it's a rap. So when you go there guys, remember, ask for Pete the barber and tell them the Wrestle Talk podcast sent you. Now, with all that said, business out of the way, let's get into the meat and potatoes. You guys ready for some meat and potatoes? Oh yeah. Okay, cool, because we don't want to spoil your dinner. we got meat and potatoes first. All right, first topic, and then we'll go around the horn. Okay, there's a lot of things that I want to discuss, but I want to talk about the best female wrestling match that I think I've ever witnessed in my life, and both of you missed it, guaranteed. Or maybe you saw it and didn't recognize that this could potentially have been one of the greatest female pro wrestling matches in modern history. Now, I'm going to throw it at you. You guys are immediately going to dismiss it. But I'm going to give you homework, and I'm going to make you go back and watch it. Because I think it was fantastic, and it, and it did such a favor for the four women that were involved in this matchup that I have now legitimately become fans of them as wrestlers beyond the fact that they're, they're beautiful and, and talented and all that. I mean, what these four women did in the ring two weeks ago— I think has been talked about, but unfortunately has been overshadowed by a couple of bigger stories in the world of professional wrestling, including the MLW lawsuit and oh, yeah. some other things going on with uh, with some other companies, including Wrestle Kingdom just a week ago or whatever. So anyway, the match I'm talking about, please don't call me crazy until you watch the match, is the match between Anna Jay and Ty Conti versus The Bunny and Penelope Ford. Now, they did such an amazing job in this match, Maestro and Haas, that they did a callback two weeks later to that match, meaning they put that match back in front of the fans, not the whole match, but segments of the match and a promo to build upon what I think is one of the best, if not the best, pro, uh, pro wrestling women's match in quite a while. Maybe I exaggerated in the beginning, maybe not of all time, but then again, it's all relative, right? Guys, right. what these women did in this hardcore match is absolutely unprecedented. It was Becky Lynch with the bloody nose times four, okay? And it wasn't accidental like the Becky Lynch thing. These women went into this match knowing the barbed wire was going to be there, Ooh. knowing the spike bats were going to be there. The th- Dude, there was thumbtacks in the ring for half the match. It wasn't like one little spot right at the end where all oh, thumbtacks Legos ah no 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 no. they wrestled in this shit for like 20 minutes. okay now I went back and watched the match again because I'm like, man if I bring up this if I bring these this up to the guys they're gonna laugh me out of the building. But when I went back and watch it maestro, I feel even more conviction about what I just saw and you know what some of the best NBA games of all time haven't happened in the middle of the season. And nobody sure. ever gives it the, you know what I mean? Like, you, you just don't know it because it's it's the middle of the season. I think that's exactly what we got from these four women. And if you guys saw the match, I'd like to get your thoughts on it, man, because I haven't been this hyped over any match in wrestling in a while. And I didn't even know it was coming, dude. It was absolutely incredible. And I would like to see more of it, though. I was a, it's a little cringe because the girls, like, really were split open. So you don't want to see that all the time. But I don't know what it was, Maestro and Haas. There was something in the water that night, and they absolutely stole the show without question, in my opinion. I want to know what you guys think. Am I out of my mind, or is there a chance, a slight chance, that I might be onto something?
4: Um. Okay, so I know the match you were talking about okay. because the the images that have been kind of circulating online lately – are of Ty Conti giving the middle finger when she's completely split open, like the blood's just dripping down, you know, her face and everything, and on her hand, like, and you see, like, one of her nails was broken off, and she's just giving the middle finger and everything. Um, and I saw some of the highlights of that match, and you know, I definitely didn't expect it. Now, let me tell you something: Ty Conti and Anna Jay are two of my favorite women's wrestlers in professional wrestling.
3: Facts, same here. Um, there, it only went my... up a level for me after that match. Yeah, like absolutely. They
4: yeah. are, they are two of my favorites. I think they need. There needs to be a women's tag team title in AEW because Ooh. they would be perfect for it.
5: Absolutely. Um,
4: because I know if they were in WWE, they would be perfect for that title. Um, but I will say that no, this match was. Really unbelievable, and I think it also showcased the bunny's talents. People always give the bunny a lot
3: of flack. Super underrated. Allie was probably one of the best things going in Impact for a long time, right? The more modern Impact, right?
4: Yeah, and a lot of people, yeah, they they're used to her just being, you know, the valet of the butcher and the blade. But in reality, right. she comes out there, and over the past few months, she has put on some pretty decent damn matches, um, especially against in singles against just Anna J by herself. Then you had Penelope Ford in there who, you know, was freaking Penelope. A crazy. Ford. I mean uh, she
3: did J- she did date Joey Janela for a while, I think. So
4: Yeah, I was gonna say so uh, <laughs>
3: So that on that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um so no, nevertheless, oh my gosh, all four of those ladies tore the house down. And I think that's just one of the things about AEW is that you nobody expected that type of match to come from them. There so, you
3: go, my guy, Corey. What's up, my guy? I I, gay, I, I knew it I wasn't crazy, dog. I it, knew it. I was like, this match is special, bro.
4: Right. This match and, is special. And fans are still talking about it, you know, weeks later. And I think it can very well be a career-defining match for all four of them. I mean, all four of them had a great 2021. I mean, Anna Jay, for a while, she wasn't until she got hurt. But then she came back, and better she didn't ever. slow down. And then she came back better than ever. But I think this is a career defining year for all four of them, so I absolutely loved it.
3: Well, Haas, I gotta have you jump in here. I'm not even sure if you saw the match yourself, but dude, you know I don't usually get this fired up about something, and I rarely make rash, match recommendations. Like, guys, you gotta go back and watch this match. Guys, you gotta go back and watch this match. Trust me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, steer you in the wrong direction. John, did you by any chance hear about the match or see it?
2: Um, You know, I, I have heard about it. I haven't gotten a chance to go back and watch it yet. Uh, but I definitely do want to go back and watch it. Uh, it. It definitely sounds like an exciting match. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to actually see it myself.
3: Dude, it's going to be great. Let me read the comment that you just put up there. It says, uh, it was great, no doubt. Here's the thing. If they try so hard when they would have mess their spots, but... With no pressure, no one seeing this coming, it was a home run, and then some. So I agree with that. I think if they would have had the pressure of the main event, maybe it doesn't go as well. Uh, so having uh, um, having it not necessarily be the focal point, I think it's probably a healthy thing. But again, guys, I'm not going to recommend a whole bunch of matches on this show. This is one that I absolutely recommend. Make sure you guys go back and peep it. And if I'm totally off base, you can come out here next week and tell me I'm an idiot. It's fine. It wouldn't be the first <laughs> time, and it probably won't be the last. It's cool. I'm good with it. (laughs) Trust me. I'm good. I've heard it before, and I've been called worse things. So, (laughs) on to you, Hoss. What do you have? Oh, no, wait a minute. Look at the clock. Oh, boy. Never mind. I guess we're going to have to get back to high spots after the break, because we got one of my paisanos, La Raza, is going to be joining us right here on the WrestleTalk Podcast. Once again, man, John, why don't you do us a favor and give this man a proper introduction?
2: This is a man that he travels all over, you know, and he really takes pride in his craft. He was on here not too long ago, but he wanted to come back and talk a little more about the, uh, beef that he has going on with ISP. Uh, and I know some of you may have heard us say before that ISP was supposed to have joined us. Unfortunately it did not happen. Uh, uh, something I think about the connection from his caves or something I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't make it, but this man's still here to tell us a little more. And uh, so let's welcome the one, the only, the very talented Cisco. You don't have the guts to be
6: where you want to be. You need people like this.
3: You need people like this so you can point your fucking fingers. I say, that's the bad guy. So say good night to the bad guy. Come on. Last time, you're to see me a Man, what a
4: freaking intro. <laughs> <laughs>
5: What's up, my guy? How's everybody doing tonight?
4: i'm doing good man
5: i like it okay okay so what's up guys
3: all right well i'm gonna go ahead and leave this thing off if that's okay because cisco we got a lot to talk about brother copy that Been a very very busy man and i'm not gonna take the low-hanging fruit i'm actually gonna ask you about a couple other things because i know maestro's dying to ask you about isp and i know that hoss has got a couple things that he has in mind so before we go backwards, let's go forward. February okay. is going to be a very busy month for you. Okay? Oh, yeah. I'm realizing that you're in Virginia, West Virginia. You're in PA. You're all over the damn place. You, okay? You've got two big shows coming up in February. <laughs> I believe one of them is for Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance.
5: Oh, yes. Short Gap, and West Virginia. Uh, that's far right.
3: Far. Now, you're, basic, you're facing Brandon Scott, the returning Brandon Scott. That's Excellence, Talk to us a little bit about this guy because he's got – He's, he's nothing like ISP, but he's got that, that arrogance a little bit, in my opinion. What do you think of him?
5: See, I've never really, like,
3: had a face-to-face interaction
5: with him. I mean, we wrestled once before, and ended in a draw. we won't to get into that. You know, I kept my championship. That's all I'll say. But that's what matters. That's all i say. But he, he definitely lives up to the mantra of Mr. Excellence, though. So, like, he is what he says he is. He's been there. He's done that. You know, he definitely top tier, And he's going to bring a big draw to the league pro wrestling alliance. And I think going against me, show, it'll be even bigger draw. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, though, what I don't understand is they always come for me. You know, they try to make a name off of me. Like.
6: Why do you think that is,
3: though, bro? That
5: says something, you know.
3: Well, yeah. Why, why do you think that is?
5: I don't know. I guess they see the top dog. You know, they used to be the top dog. And now they see who's running the place now.
3: Hey, uh, somebody take a timestamp. Somebody take a timestamp so we can send that over to Brandon Scott. He's got to see Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Cisco, second question, bro. That's not the only place you're going to be in February. I know that you're going back to your boys uh, over at AON. Okay, and I know you've been real busy with AON, man. Tell us a little bit about them because this is a promotion I'm intrigued by. I saw a lot of young, talented guys over there, and it's actually in the state right up the road. It's in, actually in Pennsylvania. So tell us a little bit about uh, AON, if you don't mind. Oh, no, looks like – there you go, Cisco. We got your back, buddy. You froze up on us a little bit. All right, now what was that? Oh, well, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, uh, AON. AON. And the match you've got coming up there, uh, I know uh, Alex Matthews is going to be your opponent. And it's also in a whole other state. So, talk to us a little bit about uh, AON. Oh, see, you now, I've never really met Alex Matthews. This will be a first for me. You know, okay, first cool.
5: face-to-face, first green, everything, you know. You say he's an All-American, well, I'm Mexican-American, right? And Ooh. let me tell you something, we take just as much pride in our front both of them, as anybody. So, now, have you wrestled to for them the before though? Well, I think he'll learn that I'm just the same as anybody who's ever touched in the ring. Yet. But AON <laughs> itself, man, I love yeah. it. I love it. I do think I can do battle with the coach, but I'm AON all the way. I'm
3: well, sorry. I already know they're smart because they're capitalizing on like a pro wrestling catchphrase, right? All oh, or nothing. Yeah. We all know like all or nothing. As soon as you, you hear all or nothing, you think wrestling. Really, you think AEW, but these guys, they're smart, bro. They capitalize on that name. It's like using Elite in your name. You already know. It's something wrestling fans are going to gravitate to. I I actually kind of like their marketing strategy, and the fact that they're putting you in this kind of match says to me that they they know what's going on, man. They're sharp over there.
5: Oh, absolutely.
3: Now, before I pass it off uh, to the maestro, I had one other question. So things didn't go the way that you wanted at WDWA, And I know we're going to get into some of that extensively, but I'm more curious about what happened after the match. So some big six foot seven country boy came in, pretended like he was going to help you. And then he put the hands to you, my guy, and you, and you held your own, but you had been in a grueling match, which we'll get into more details about the match here in just a second. But bro, what the hell was that all about? I mean, I know there was a chair shot before who was that and why the hell was he there? Do you know?
5: Now, I guess he goes by Clay Jacobs or whatever, whatever All he right. wants to be called. Now, but He used to be cousin Clay, and I guess back when I was a heel, he wanted uh, he wanted to try me. You know, I ain't gonna sit good on back that. Let me tell you that. Of yeah, course, I don't back that, I don't care how big you are, how tough you are, don't matter. But I had I had to bring the chair in. you know, and I, I I got him, I got him good, and. He just retaliating, you know. I guess he was soft or sore about whatever happened. He <laughs> couldn't get over himself, you know. It's the past. Leave it in the but past. But
3: why would he choose that moment when you were the most vulnerable? that That's my question. Exactly. Is it that personal? Why would he choose that moment when you already had been through war, literally? That. Because why do you think he chose that moment?
5: Look, let me tell you something. Ever since I became a face in WWE, no one's been able to stop me. All like, right. Clean, no one's been able to pin me. Like, come on now. I've pinned Shane Mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do I need to go down the list? Like, he's top tier in WBW and I've pinned him a lot of all people. And after that, it's just been hush. We got the hush, we got the hush. The only person who's been able to beat me was ISPNS by cheating or getting lucky once or twice. Like, uh, and I still have a score to start him. We'll get back to that, obviously, but. Oh, uh, cousin, King, cousin, King. He thinks this is over, right? Like That's he a just big came boy. in and got in my business. Like right. he, he, I got tased twice, twice that night. <laughs> twice, twice. And he, uh, Jeez,
6: he just came out,
5: and I mean, yeah, I hold my own, I my own, but it's like, why? You know, like at least face me like a man. You're bigger than me. Stronger, okay? Right? You know, yeah. like. But they, I guess they snow. You can't come after the top dog by yourself. You're going mm. to have to do it all now. Cisco is And that has many definitions.
3: Ooh, well, a lot Ooh. of scores to settle for my guy, Cisco, the Maton. And for those of y'all that don't know, some of you uncultured folks out there, Maton means the killer. The killer Cisco, all right? But I'm going to go over to my guy. I love it, bro. Hey, I'm gonna throw it over to my guy, the Maestro. Maestro, I know you're not as familiar with Cisco, but that's what the Wrestle Talk podcast is all about—learning about new talent, places outside of our area. That's exactly why this show exists. So, let me throw the platform to you, my friend. With any thoughts or questions you might have.
4: Awesome. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, still making sure I'm good. I'm being audible and loud and clear. So, oh, absolutely awesome, man. I greatly appreciate it. So. I guess the first thing I gotta ask is, uh, with WDWA, so, who has been the biggest thorn in your side <laughs> since your time in WDWA? I mean, obviously, you've had, as, you know, talking with the Night owl has shown there's been quite a few, but who's really been that one that just sends you over the limit just a bit more than the others?
5: Now, see, that's the thing. In the locker room, I used to get along with everybody. Like... <laughs> But you can't, you just you just can't forget about the guy who used to be your friend, you know. And we we was good, and then Shane Malice, he just he, I don't know what happened. He got a little he got a little selfish with the championships, the gold, and
3: the money. I money. took
5: advantage of that, and look, he screwed himself. All right, but Shane Malice is probably the biggest thorn in my side in mm-hmm. WDWA. Next would definitely be ISP. They're kind of level right now because after the last match, they both kind of deserve a little kicking. If you get what I'm saying, but
4: yeah, oh yeah, we've we've had ISP on here before, and um, he is definitely the character and the person you're not trying to mess with. But at the same time, neither are you.
5: <laughs> oh, see now, I, what ISP did was he uh, awoken the killer inside of Cisco, and uh, he has no idea that it's not even over yet. He thinks that he can just go on to cousin Clay and it's all gonna be good, but no, he still has what I want and right now that's the biggest thorn in my side. The fact that he had to sneak and cheat his way like he had to bring an injured chain an injured Shane malice back in here. You know what I mean just right. just to, just to cheat me out of the championship because he knows he couldn't beat me one-on-one, just like Clay Jacobs or whatever he wants to be called came out after the match was over. They know they can't handle Cisco one-on-one because I'm just that fired up right now.
4: No, I totally get you on that one. And so here's the thing. Say ISP does end up losing that WDWA title. Are your eyes still set? On finishing the score with ISP, or are you going for CEO for that title? Now,
5: first things first, I don't need to be a champion to be a champion anywhere I go. That just comes with being Cisco. Two, I'll always have the so- uh, score to settle with ISP. You use Taser on me once, twice, three times, you know, who's, who can keep count anymore? That you don't forget about. And one of these days, I'm going to get my match, and I'm going to just end it, squash it, flat out, one, two, three. Or who knows? Maybe it might be a sizzling knockout. But I, but the championship is always on my mind because, you know, I was almost a Grand Slam champion, and then they brought the television championship in there. So now i got to get that one too. But time, 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 time. You know, it's been six years, and I've never been a world champion. That'll be the first. So that's always a goal to set, right?
4: Yeah, very true. I mean, you know, there's especially after that six year period, you know, you start to really starts to really get in your mind and stay there for a while. It's like, damn, okay, I now mean, I know I really got this to finish. <laughs> an
5: elite well, in Elite Pro Wrestling back, Alliance, bro. I was the longest reigning active cruiserweight champion for four hundred and ninety days. But other than that, I. You know, I've been a West Virginia champion and WDWA, a tag team champion. I've been a light heavyweight champion. They're pretty much almost done it all. You know? Yeah. I'm not yet. There's more to come. A- 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 still
3: a- in your prime. prime. That's what I was like, saying before. Like, you have everything that you need to be successful. It's just really the opportunity. As long as you get that opportunity, I see it for sure. And I'm putting in the I, work
5: I, every day, man. It's hard some days, but I put in the work as much as possible.
4: Oh, absolutely, and hell yeah, no, and I love that. So here's my thing. So okay, you know we talked about you and WDWa and the dominance that you have instilled over this this long period, and of course the unsettled final score you really need to have with isp which even afterwards i honestly feel like there's always going to be something there Cause oh yeah because even, even after you kick his ass you just say to yourself man don't think i forgot about what you did to me i'm just happy i got the chance to do it back
5: oh because i know because i know once i get it get him back he's going to want to get me back and then exactly once me, it's going to be a back and forth it's never
4: ending like
5: yeah absolutely game. hey i'm okay a with that because i <laughs> He he took me to my absolute limit. Like it's been a while since anybody's been able to bring the killer outside of Cisco, but he did it. And I'll that's all. That's all. You know, he he deserves everything he got, but I'm telling you, you don't you don't shortchange Cisco. You don't cheat me out of my gold. And I will get that gold. Believe that.
4: Awesome. So no, we- I do have one more question and then I do wanna pass it back to my buddy the night owl because uh He's getting a little too comfortable over there just I, I drinking. I think
3: Hoss is next, though.
4: Oh, shoot. You know what? Yeah, why not? We'll pass it over to Haas. I mean, he he is the backbone of all of this. I'm telling you. He, he keeps everything running smoothly, and we love him. So before I pass it to Haas, I do got one more question. All right. So, you know, we've talked about WDWA, but what was it like being a part of Elite Pro Wrestling and being the longtime Elite Pro Wrestling Cruiserweight Champion?
5: Oh, man, Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance saved my life, truly, from the bottom of my heart. They saved me. I was not on the right path, you know, in life. I was not on a good path in life, but I'll give it all to Tate Griffin, man. If it wasn't for him, I don't know where I'd be right now, honestly. Like, he he gave me a purpose. You know, he gave me something to work for. You know, he he gave me a reason to want to better myself. You know, he gave me so many opportunities, and I was not going to let him down one single time, you know. Like, Elite's always been good to me. It's always been my home. It'll always be my first home. And I'm, I'm very proud to be part of that family. Uh, as for being the longest reigning Cruiserweight Champion, active Cruiserweight Champion at the time, I believe – I worked my, I worked my cool off, you know, to get that. Like I busted everything that I had. I was working two jobs, taking care of my kid, going to the gym and wrestling training all in the same day sometimes. Like it was rough, but I still got it and I worked for it. So I'd say I deserved it. And guys like Reggie Collins and Chris Gadden, you know, I'm truly honored to be going against them in there because they are some hell of a competitors. They've been everywhere almost, you know, and to be able to step into the ring with them, they made me
6: better. They made me better.
3: You're getting the crowd cheer over here, man. You got us all tearing up and stuff, bro. Hey, listen, I think all of us, I know John you're up next, but I think all of us have somebody in wrestling that we're indebted to. You know what I mean? Like somebody that did something for us that like changed everything. I know I have that story. I'm sure John has his. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, bro. That's real shit. Absolutely, man. That's
4: what I'm here for.
3: Dope. Hey, Hoss, you're up, baby. What you got for us?
4: Go for it, Hoss.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a pleasure to uh, get to talk to you again, Cisco. And, you know, that was one heck of a grueling match that you guys had.
5: Oh, man.
2: (sighs) And uh, matter of fact, I got a little something handy that that you might remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ooh, for any, wow. anybody who doesn't think that was a grueling match, oh, wow. I saw that it. Sucks. If you can see right there, that is actually blood from ISP. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that was one heck of a match. But <clears throat> you know, there was a little bit of interference in that match. Uh, of course, it was the fans bring the weapons, anything goes. Yeah, uh, but you know, Shane Malice was there supposedly as a fan just to watch. Uh, yeah. After all, he, he's been fired from WDWA, yeah, yeah. And uh, but so, but he grabbed the taser from ISP. And at one point, actually ended up using that taser on you.
5: Oh man, man, that that's that's a a replay in my head over and over again. Like I'm waiting, please just rehire him so I can just kick him right in the one more time, baby. It's one more time. Wow. I've, heard, I've, I've heard people, I've heard
3: people say, say, that. say that. I've heard people, I've heard people say, say that, that. Uh, they but got, they into, got wrestling into wrestling because they can legally beat people's asses. I think that <laughs> might be Cisco. <laughs>
5: it started, but, I mean, if people push me to it, then that's how it's going to end, you know?
2: So, now, are you going to uh, start lobbying LT to uh, rehire Shane Malice so that you can get, get another shot at him now?
5: You know, Shane keeps digging himself a hole, you know, deeper and deeper in WDWA. How many times has he been suspended and fired from there, you know? But still, you know, take nothing away from him. He's a phenomenal athlete like he literally he takes greatness to a whole nother level but just the attitude problem it's it's something else it needs to be corrected before he comes back and if it's not then please by all means rehire him and i'll be happy to correct it for him because i got one two three four i got a whole handful of scores to settle with him so let, we we can get started anytime <laughs>
2: So, all right, well, obviously the uh, feud between yourself and ISP is far from over after that match and everything. So uh, what what comes next for for Cisco right now?
5: You know that's a, that's a very good question actually. that's the same question I asked after my match with ISP. I was sitting in the locker room and I was just, you know, I had I had this feud, you know, I didn't get it. You know, I got shortchanged and then cousin Clay comes in and just kinda asserts whatever he he says, you know, whatever. But he that's not till March. I I got till March. I got till March. And if for some reason cousin Clay ends up winning, well then it's even more of a reason to take that belt from him, huh? But I just what comes next for me? I guess that's up for management, huh?
2: Well, I I know it's whatever there. comes next, it is going to be big things coming for, for Cisco. Because you, you do take
5: right in August. In August, Berkeley Mania. Don't think that Cisco's done. No, Cisco will be at Berkeley Mania. And Cisco is gonna take over. Like people think that I'm just gonna Go quietly into the wind. Oh, ISP not me. He beat Cisco for the last time. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's not how it's going to go down. See, Cisco got screwed over, but Cisco is still there. And whenever he shows the world and ISP where I'm at, he's not going to want to be world champion anymore. I promise you that.
2: Uh-oh. Well, I I look, definitely look forward to the next time you two get to collide, because I know, as all the matches have been, I know this one's going to be a hell of a match as well, and uh, probably even more so than some of the other ones have been, because, like you say, he he has awakened the killer inside of you now, oh, and so I, I can't wait to, uh, to see it.
5: Oh, me either. Me either. See. Me either. It's going to be very interesting. And I think a lot of people are going to see a side of Cisco that they're not really used to, you know, they're going to like me in the end. Trust me. They'll love me. But (laughs) the other guy can't really say the same.
3: Oh, I dig that energy. And you know what? I don't think tonight's show would be appropriate unless we ended it with a little bit of flair. Cisco, I don't know if you remember this. I think you were our second hour guest at the Les Show. But we do a little something called the shoot and shout segment here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Are you okay. familiar?
2: Or did you do the game show channels last time?
5: Uh, maybe. You might have to
3: me.
2: I believe I think he you was did. first first hour, but I'm not sure if we got to shoot and shout with him or not.
3: Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Well, hey either way, we're gonna get an opportunity here to do something that's a tradition here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast, and I think it's gonna suit you perfectly. So We like to make sure that all our guests feel like they were taken care of when they come here on the show. And so, at the end of the interview, we all go through a little bit of a therapeutic session. We call it the Wrestle Talk Podcast Shoot and Shout segment. And basically, each one of us gets 30 to 45 seconds to basically go off about anything in the world. It can be wrestling-related. It could be about you know a bag of chips being halfway full when you buy it at the store. It can be oh, about anything, but that. the idea is to bring the passion. Yeah, I hate that too. It drives me crazy. <laughs> so well, you'll go last. We'll go down the row. We'll start with John, then we'll go with my show, then me, then you. By then, you should already kind of know what we're going for. And we've got some pretty snazzy intro music for it. The question I, is, are you game?
5: I'm always game. Cisco's always game.
3: Yeah, I knew it! I knew Cisco wouldn't back down. JP, you know what to do, baby. It's time to get into tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Shoot and Shout segment.
4: It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is for everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off.
0: No human contact. You can win or act. Lifetime You best bet's to stay away from the stupid. It's just one of those days. It's all about the heat says, she
4: Oh, I love that.
3: You guys may not know what that is. That's Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit in a show tune style because <laughs> that's not copyrighted that's why so <laughs> anyway let's get into tonight's edition of the shoot, shot segment maestro you gotta be ready baby give me 30 45 seconds of something that's pissing you off
4: oh you want me to go first all right i will tell you what's pissing me off it annoys the living hell out of me in fact it is not so much a thing as opposed to a he And I'm just going to say it. His name is Colin Coward. All right. He is a sports analyst, if you will. Or, you know, he's just a personality that, hey. And a Baker hater. Right. Oh, my God. Well, let's put it this way. He's got a microphone. So, shit, let's pay him a bunch of money, put him on TV, and let him say whatever the hell he wants. Because apparently that's what draws these days. Today, this guy said, all right, so Odell Beckham Jr. is on the Rams. And he goes, Why Odell Beckham Jr. is doing good on the Rams is bad for Cleveland. Are you shitting me right now? There is nothing relevant to that. I mean, he is the J. Jonah Jameson of sports (laughs) media. And it drives me up the fucking wall, this guy. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I agree with him. But other times he is the ultimate clickbait in broadcast form. Whereas pro football talk, you know, is always about the written content. No, right. Colin Coward, and I literally emphasize Coward, is just the epitome of pain in the ass sports media. And the topics he says, just it's all about the clickbait and the enticing. You might as well throw them on TMZ as well. I just, it drives me up the wall dealing with them. So there you go. That's my shooting shout. I can't handle it anymore. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> that was tremendous Way to go, Maestro I love that Hoss, you're up, baby What do you got for us During tonight's edition Of the Shoot and Shout segment?
2: Alright, one of, one of the big things That always gets me Especially this time of year Is weathermen How in the hell oh. Can anybody Have a job Where they sit there And just guess At what they're doing <laughs> 95% of the time, they're completely wrong, and then they still have a job the next day. How can that happen? I do not understand it, and it just drives me crazy.
4: I'd say the same wow. about congressmen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> congressmen, weathermen, and lawyers. What, what the hell?
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are absolutely on point. Um, I'm going to have a hard time following that up. I'm going to be honest. I've actually had a really challenging week, so all my shooting shouts are, like, too personal to bring to the table here today. But I will say this. Shut up, Raiders fans. You barely got into the playoffs, okay? You Raidered your way out of the playoffs when you really shouldn't even have been there. And then you have the audacity, not you, John, you're a pretty good Raider fan, but you still got the audacity to try to blame somebody else for going nine and seven. Okay, you shouldn't have been in the playoffs in the first place. If we were under the old structure, you wouldn't even have been in the playoffs. Notice what happened to some of the lower tier teams that got in this year, uh, vis-a-vis the rule change, and you can just look at the Steelers as an example. This Super co- super Wild Card Weekend thing was a dud. We got two blowouts to start it off, right? Well, three, really, right? And then what happens? You've got people whining, fussing, and complaining like Dak Prescott because he didn't take into consideration that they were out of timeouts, okay? So shut your mouth, Dak Prescott, and shut your mouth, Raider fans. You didn't deserve to be there in the first place. I, That's I my shoot
4: shout. I love that, and, and- – I'm telling you right now, one quick thing. Let me just say it. I mean, if it wasn't a blowout, it was a controversial finish. Either way, so much bullshit that my TV stunk.
3: Yeah, well, I figured you're already mad because you're a Browns fan. And of
2: course Jeremy would agree because... Being a Browns fan, they did lose to the Raiders, but, you know. It
3: was, contra- <laughs> once again, controversial, but go ahead. Cisco, you see what we're doing here, baby. We're getting it off our chest. What do you got for us, man?
5: Okay. The, the show is called Wrestle Talk, right? So let me end this on a wrestling note. You okay, see, okay. it doesn't matter who it is. It could be ISP. It could be Mr. Excellence Brandon Scott. It could be Reggie Collins. It could be Ruthless Jason Raddatz. It doesn't matter where you're at, who you are. 2022 is the year of the sizzling one. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me get this face up in the view. You know, I was in the movie. Now, let me tell you something. All right, people have been sleeping on me for a while. You know, it's been six years and I'm still stuck. You know, but I'm coming out of that. Coming out of that. I'm starting to find my own in the wrestling ring. And when I start to get somewhere, I finish it. In in the story. In the story. And when people step in the ring with me, they're going to find out that I'm a totally different person. And I have ISP to think for that because he helped me dig down deep and search for who I really am. And who I really am is the killer that everybody thought I was. Now, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if I'm a heel or a baby face. I'm coming for everybody. And I'm not asking questions. It's just going to be one, two, three. Thank you. Let me take what's mine and I'm out. Point blank.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Maton Cisco Make some damn noise
5: Believe that And if they don't want to make the noise, I'll make the noise In the end when I'm holding up the belt And they can hear all the gold Just dangling, jangling Whatever you want to call dangling it and jangling. <laughs> While I'm clanging and banging in the gym And they're sleeping and snoozing in the bed I'm the hardest worker in the room And he comes soon When they step in there with me, they're going to find out for themselves.
3: Yeah, baby. Hey, bro, thank you so much, Cisco. This energy that you bring, bro, that's why we love having you on the show. We know things didn't necessarily uh, go the way that you wanted in that match versus ISP, bro. But the way I look at it is it took three dudes that night to leave you laying on your back. It It took Shane, it took ISP, and it took Big Clay. So that says to me that they're they're afraid. And maybe not afraid. Let, let's just say they're, they're, they're cautiously aware that you could be right around any corner. And as far as I'm concerned, man, if you keep doing the things you're doing, you're going to be on your way to wherever the hell you want to be champion in this country, not just in WDWA and beyond, man. So congratulations and thank you for being here, man, on the Talk podcast tonight.
5: Absolutely, I appreciate it. That's just-
3: Nos vemos, amigo. Have a good night. Be well, yeah. my friend.
4: Thank you.
3: Peace. Thank you. John, bro, that was an incredible interview with Cisco, bro. How did you feel about it?
2: Oh, I really – I enjoyed it. I, You know, I always look forward to talking to him. Even when he was a heel, I, I still enjoyed talking to him. I used to go up to him, you know, before matches and say hi to him and, and talk to him a little bit, and even after the matches. So, you know – it doesn't matter whether he's a heel or a face. The man is talented and there's no denying that. And he is one heck of a guy. So,
3: No question about it. Maestro, you were here for the majority of the first hour, man. How do you think we did? I think it was outstanding.
4: I It was a pleasure to get to interview Cisco for the first time. I mean, this guy, I love the vengeance he has in him. Like This <laughs> dude is a man on a mission. He's a thriller and he's a killer. I love it.
3: You can't stop I, people to have that kind of determination, bro. No, you, you cannot.
4: Stopped. And if I'm ISP, once I get um the uh CenturyLink signal worked out, I would definitely pay attention to what Cisco is saying because hell is coming for him.
3: Bro, they got Wi-Fi in Iran? That's what I'm trying to figure out. But, <laughs> they, I <mean. laughs>
4: like, I mean... Like, I'm wondering that, too. Like... <laughs> It's the first I've heard of it.
3: That's crazy. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, Hardcore Hoss is going to send us to a little bit of a break. I do want to say we have another amazing hour of the WrestleTalk Podcast to go. We're going to get back into the high spot segments, a couple topics we left on the table, and then about 10 minutes after that, baby, we're bringing on our second featured guest of the evening, the connoisseur. Make sure you put your pinkies up. The connoisseur, Niles Plunk, will be joining us for hour number two of episode 378, of the Wrestle Talk Podcast. We will see you guys in a couple of minutes.
6: You don't have the guts to be where you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers I say, That's the bad guy. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Agora, a time to
2: Talk podcast what
3: night up out. what up y'all you anyway, know what what a great hour
4: that was definitely great out you know what I just realized you know before What's we up, went man? to break Haas had mentioned and you know night Owl, I'm gonna give you some slack on this one so it's okay but Haas had mentioned sure. of of course I'd agree with everything about the playoffs because I'm a Browns fan let me tell you something right now I would 100% rather not be in the playoffs Than get embarrassed the way the Raiders and Steelers did over the wild card. You're not
3: giving me no heat. I I completely agree with you.
4: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm going to cut you some slack because you didn't, (laughs) you know. But no. I I didn't say you were
3: going to give me some flack, not cut me some slack. No, I'm cutting
4: you some slack. No, I I would much rather not be in the playoffs, especially knowing the struggles this year, than weasel your way in the playoffs and get your ass kicked the way they did.
3: (laughs) But oh, y'all are way too talented to miss the playoffs. Right. Like, that's You know thing. what I'm saying? I think that's kind of the bad part. Oh, by the way, um, I do have something to share with you guys. Okay. Um, and I wanted to play this last hour, but I didn't get a chance to. Also, um, I hope my sound is a little bit better. I Hopefully the distortion's gone. I don't know about the echo. I'm working on it. So here's a little video that I do want to show you guys that came directly from ISP. Allegedly, um, it was sent to me. Looks like it. Sounds like it. From the champ right after he defeated Cisco. Would you guys like to see that video?
4: Ooh, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's 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 go ahead
3: and play it it and let's hear hear it and see what ISP has to say.
2: I told you I would do exactly what I would do, my friend. Renee, you missed out on a big, big match tonight, my friend. I defeated Cisco. The third DWA championship. I may be believing I may be busted open. However, that I am victorious and still your champion.
3: Wow. What'd you guys think about that?
4: Um, oof. There is going to be some hell to
3: pay for that one. Yeah. <laughs> he called me out specifically. He's like, I told you. I told you. Hey, I never doubted ISP. I don't remember picking a winner. Do I, I was about think to, I to I say, done?
4: there was I not Ray, Renee's prediction corner. I mean.
3: I don't know. Maybe he thought I was against him or something. Bro, we brown. We got to stick together. I, I mean, plus, I don't want to yeah, 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 that, that too, that too. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get in uh, or let's get back to. Do I sound better, y'all? Am I tripping? Does this sound better? Am I too low, I too mean, high?
4: You're still there. I was going to say, I can sometimes hear the echo, um, and there's a little distortion from the headphones, but.
2: And you, you sound okay. It's just low. Okay, how about now?
3: I
4: think That's it's just because my- for me, having the volume turned up, I can hear Renee fine. I don't know how it is on your guys' end.
3: Okay. Um, well, I just don't want to go too loud and get too much distortion. Yeah, I was gonna That's, loud, distortion, right?
4: distortion. That's loud,
3: right? Yeah. yeah, that was really loud. Okay, so I'm trying to find that balance. But anyway, and I apologize, guys. We don't want to be doing this during the show, but we want to give you guys a good presentation. And if you're like, ah, ah then you're going to probably turn it off. And I wouldn't blame you because if my ear was hurting listening to a podcast, I'd probably turn it off too. So <laughs> I apologize. Which is,
4: why, which is why we don't listen to Joe Rogan
3: live radio i listen to every joe rogan religiously you know
4: what, Shut the hell up let me know i do him.
3: all the time <laughs> anyway of course well, that's you a normal... do, actually wait
4: a of minute of course i do
3: yes i do and guess what the wife took ivermectin and it worked bro and she didn't grow hair and hooves or none of that oh, wow. she's fine actually believe it or not but anyway that's a whole nother podcast maybe you and i need to do like a spin-off podcast where we talk about all that shit i think it would be amazing i think it would be great our personalities and yeah. oh we plus them. since we're anyway. since we're buddies nobody's going to get butt hurt so right that's we usually just what me- happens. We would
4: just get messages from the outside world wondering if we hate each other. But you know what? who get the shit. <laughs> Fuck 'em.
3: <them>. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. so yeah, exactly. All right. So, high spot segment, Maestro, you weren't here necessarily for a whole bunch of the high spot segment and you didn't I don't believe you got an opportunity to bring a subject forward, did you? So, I do, do you have Okay, so do you have something that's going on in pro wrestling today that is like sticking out to you like a sore thumb, and you should you feel like we should discuss it. What do you think? Um, well, first I do have to ask. Um, it's it's
4: about the Royal Rumble coming up. Okay. So, you know, WWE is going to have in the Royal Rumble Impact Women's Champion or Impact Knockouts Champion, um, Mickey James, in it.
3: Did she have a rough departure?
4: There was, oh like, a my bag God. full of clothes she and had, all kinds yeah. of stuff. John Lornitis literally sent her, like, a trash bag with her clothes in it. And then and, they had to apologize, which right, is the best part. they had to apologize, part. and it went, <laughs> it went so viral. It's like, yeah, we apologize. No, you apologize for getting caught. You apologize for doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's always a difference with that. But, you know, with this whole forbidden door that people are saying is now open when it comes to WWE... Because remember, all the other companies, you know, AEW, NWA, Impact, New Japan, all them, they're all open to working with each other. But it was always WWE that was not willing to work yeah. with other promotions. Um, and so... Hence the forbidden door. That's always getting forbidden- talked about. Exactly. Like this is, you know, it may be, consi- it may not be a physical door, but it might as well be because WWE has always been strict on that. Right. Like the only time you saw WCW and ECW guys was when they were part of the company. Um, and of course, that was a shitty product when that happened. But yeah, anyway. and they were so
3: bad that they like did the fake razor and the fake. Uh, oh, oh, the fake uh, diesel. <laughs> yeah, I think, okay. I think the fake diesel was cane, Kane. Kane was not the mistaken.
4: fake diesel. I was actually uh, watching a what video on that last night. I'm like, um, what kind
3: of great value store brand <laughs> bullshit is this? <laughs>
4: was either that <laughs> or man, the killer dentist? My man couldn't
3: even do the thing right. He looked like he was having a seizure. I'm like, God, no, no. leave the thing uh, out because you just got it all wrong. I think my man right. almost accidentally swallowed the toothpick in a promo. It was bad, dog. It was bad. (laughs) Um (laughs) chico, let me tell you something.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing about the Royal Rumble coming up. We had mentioned Mickey James is going to be in it. There's two names that are coming up all right that people think might be in it based on their status and based on the whole thing with the um, forbidden door seemingly starting to be opened up a bit in WWE. And I want your thoughts on this night out. So the first one, Cody Rhodes,
3: he is officially a free agent. It's a work. It's a work, (laughs) bro. But he, okay. Here's what people don't tell you. His wrestler contract has expired. Right. He's still an executive. For the company. Well, yeah, I know that. but I'm has just it saying, changed. No, and, and that's why I asking. Are you saying that there asking, may yes. a crossover?
4: Right, and that's what I'm saying, because as far as wrestling goes, okay. he's a free agent. I mean, how of all of a sudden are you going to release the executive vice president type thing? That's like saying Tony Khan saying, I have been future endeavor."
3: Peace. No, yourself.
1: <laughs> if i was that rich but
3: i would future endeavor myself <laughs> for real <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, oh, i'm done i don't need y'all just to get the hell out of it but here's my thing buy would yourself you, back in do you um, expect second would you expect the executive of amazon to go and work at walmart right like that, that's and this is what we we were discussing here like the the idea that Cody Rhodes would be an executive AEW but wrestle for WWE because the contracts are mutually exclusive that that would be something unprecedented. I don't think we would ever see that.
4: Well, let's put it this way: say say Mickey James was an Impact executive in some capacity, and she was still the Impact Knockouts champion. Do you think that she wouldn't have been invited to the? Well, I don't think she's a an executive Rumble? with
3: TNA or with Impact, is she? She's just a no, wrestler. I don't
4: know. I'm not saying, but I'm saying if she was and still was the champion, do you think? I don't think she would have... be
3: in the Royal rumble. I think if she was an executive with the other company, I don't, I don't think and that's your
4: opinion. I'm not saying it's wrong. Well, that's I don't know.
3: I I would be intrigued to see it, but the right. idea of an executive of one company uh, going and like, like I said, the, the executive at Amazon going to work at Walmart uh, as like a, like a greeter, like <laughs> it's like, you don't,
4: we I don't, don't typically think Jeff Bezos see something big like ego, that. ego could fit through the doors at Walmart. Plus, I don't. Anyway. I think
3: he's too cheap to even have greeters at Amazon. So, right? You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. Um, well, no, there are no stores. So, in essence, I mean, anyway, <laughs> there's no brick and mortar. Like I said stores. this is
4: why we have the spinoff podcast. Going. Yeah, exactly. We got to um, go down that road. So, no, no. Th- so, okay. So, Cody Rhodes is one name that's been thrown around. The second one, he's not an executive. And this one is actually, no, okay, that could work with Brian okay. Danielson. But good no, terms. he not left on good terms. But hear me out on this one. All right. John Moxley.
1: Mm.
4: Now, right now, as you know, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins are feuding on SmackDown. Oh, that's so good. And it's been a great feud. Notice, they've been showing, now in the past, they've made sure not to show certain wrestlers that aren't in WWE anymore in the video packages. and things They like leave that. them out. They even took Flair out. Exactly. Yeah. But look at what, like, when you see the Shield promos and packages and everything, they show John Moxley, and he—he's he, oh, he definitely stated. still one of their
3: guys, he's right? And still.
4: he is mentioned in interviews. You know, he's on terms with them. Like, he's on a better terms with them and everything. So, Maybe. I think it is not without the possibility that we could actually see um, John Moxley at the Royal Rumble this year in St. Louis, which. Let me tell you something. If we're going to see Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble, <laughs> uh,
3: like, they got to make it up to us with something.
4: They got they, the very least we can do is have John Moxley in it. And that's obviously a, his decision and if WWE would agree, but come on. This is the same fucking company that's had Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble. All right. And he Fair faced enough. off against Fake Diesel.
3: Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh man, uh, talk about so, bringing it full circle. Good job, Maestro. There we go.
4: So, yeah, I want I want your guys' thoughts on that. You think uh Moxley especially could uh could be in this Rumble this year? Okay,
3: let me let me side diverge because the second high spots topic for me was about John Moxley and then I'll bring it back to the Royal Rumble. So That's fine. All right, so first thing, John Moxley's returning to AEW on Wednesday. I believe he's wrestling for GCW this Saturday. So I was kind of like, and I had a a conversation with a friend over the phone today about like, if you're making a return after an absence, should you always do it at your home promotion? Or is it okay if you do it somewhere else and then come to your home promotion, who knows? It just depends. right? Right. So if John Moxley comes back and makes an appearance at GCW before he shows up at AEW, do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that? No, I don't. What about you, Jonathan? You okay if he doesn't necessarily show up to AEW first, which is actually his home promotion? So I guess the argument I'm making is if I'm an AEW fan and I bought all the Moxley merch and all this, I would like to have first dibs at seeing him come back. But instead, the GCW faithful are going to get a chance to see him. I mean, I know there's a lot of crossover between GCW and AEW for sure, but you get what I'm saying. Would you feel would you feel slighted as a fan that instead of him coming back at your show, that they come back on somebody else's show and you don't get the pleasure of seeing that?
2: If I'm an actual AEW fan, an AEW exclusive fan, then yeah, I, I would feel slighted by that. As a wrestling fan who wants to see the best content, then I, I don't see an issue with it. I don't see a problem, but. Uh, I can see where the actual AEW exclusive fans would have an issue with it.
3: Well, you know what? And it's a mute point because I've been corrected. Shout out to our guy, Money Mayo, making his maiden voyage as one of the co-hosts of the Wrestle Talk podcast next Tuesday right here at WrestleTalkPodcast.com. So apparently Moxley's not coming back next week. He's coming back this week. So it's a mute point. My bad. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) Good argument though, right? I think it's worth it is having the conversation. It's an interesting right?
4: thing to bring up. Um, but especially yeah. since
3: guys are jumping around promotions so much anymore. These are the kind of debates that are gonna happen, right? Because if that's your home promotion, there's a sense to me at least by a certain segment of the fans, it's like, yo, bro, like if you're back, you should come back to where we love you the most, right here at AEW. But who knows, maybe no
2: one gives a shit. Maybe I'm the only one. Um well, one of the things I was gonna bring up in high spots. And which kind of fits into the uh, debate of who's going to show up at the rumble is that uh, there was a promo released on Facebook today. by Bray Wyatt, who uh, it says, I have a secret. And in the promo, you see a uh, pentagram on the floor and there's a woman laying in it. She gets up and she's looking out the window and, you know, just it's, Supposed to be just an eerie promo, and then I believe it said this that the secret would be revealed in three weeks. I believe it said at the end, or something like that. Uh, which puts it right around time for the rumble, I believe.
3: Well, the rumble is two weeks away, right? It's a yeah, 29th. the
2: rumble's a week from this Saturday.
3: Oh, wow, so, already so it's not this Saturday, but it's next Saturday, the 29th. Right. So we're looking at a little bit under two weeks. Who knows? Maybe he did that to throw the fans off, Hoss. Who knows? So, so it looks like
2: sure. he's getting ready to come back somewhere.
3: Like, some way. Some way. Maybe <laughs> he'll right. be the last entrant.
4: Boom. Game and over. then get eliminated by returning Santino By Roman Reigns. <laughs> the Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. So I do got one thing I want to add. This this high spot, it, it's not a one that goes delve deep type thing, but okay. I do think it's really interesting. And for those that know me personally, um, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, of course, he's the one that brought this up. So, all right. So WWE recently filed a new trademark. All right. And under the, you know, Entertainment Services Classification at the United States and pat- Trademark Office. There's just one problem with this trademark. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. It is the same name as a Nazi U boat commander from World War II. What's the name? Gunther Shark. <laughs> or Gunther Gunther uh Stark, I believe. Gunther, yeah, Gunther Stark. G U N T H E R S T A R K. So Stark. Um, and they don't, and nobody knows who this name is intended for currently. But um, the most notable Gunther Stark in history was a military U boat commander for the Nazis. So, of course, leave it to the Jew to find something about the uh, Nazi commander <laughs> it's on like the you wrestling sniffed podcast. Sniff the
3: stuff out. It's like a Right. Sixth I was going to
4: say, well, I got the nose for it. What can I say? Um, <laughs> and that Gunther Stark died in 1944. But this just it cracks me up because I'm like, why in the hell? I'm wondering just who this is intended for like or what this is intended for I mean I'm thinking of like what wrestlers are even left on the roster to even give this to
3: <laughs> um like
4: I just what? love the fact the that they come up leaders? with these I don't know.
3: dude. I just love the fact that they come up with these and maybe and <laughs> don't have the person designated for them yet. But then again it worked with Undertaker from from what I understand the 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 Undertaker character was already under development before they found Mark Calloway. So I don't know. There's definitely a method to their madness, right? So, this one just sounds way off base to me.
4: Well, that's true. Now you. Well, remember when they had a uh, team PCB and they had to change that be- because it. Uh, I think it was the same name. It was like a porn site or a porn thing or something. When <laughs> it was Cage yeah. Charlotte, and Becky.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good times. So well, they had I, to
4: change that. Um, I got one so... last
3: one for you guys because Niles is ready <sighs> to go, okay? It, it's it's a one-word answer. Awesome. If you had the opportunity to start a promotion with one of these two guys today, who would you choose? Would you choose Braun Breaker or would you choose Hook, who has an incredible following right now for those that have been paying attention? So if you had to choose one of those two guys, who would you put your money on with your promotion?
4: Oh, you can go first. (laughs) I think I got my answer, but I just it's a tough you know what? Yeah, you go first, Wallace.
2: Honestly, I I think I know more about Braun Breaker than I do hook. So I would have to say Braun Breaker just because the fact that I know more about him.
3: Now I know Maestro Watts is a lot of AEW, so
4: right. I was gonna go Hook and I'll tell you why. It's it's not even because I know Braun Breaker and everything, but I think for me, you know, Hook has more, like you said, it's about the following. So if you're going to start a promotion, why not have the guy that has the bigger name? You know, that's like AEW starting instead of with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, you know, instead they're starting with uh, Peter Avalon, Bash- right? They're starting with the bashers, uh, and freaking um oh god what's his name kenzo suzuki cool very talented guys by the way but yeah everybody's talented but we're talking about big names you know that you have to build a promotion around you know because you have to build a promotion around you have to have more than just great wrestling ability that is the number one thing we have learned in all of our years is watching wrestling you know and that is why the faces of the companies are the faces that they are you know, John Cena was more than just a great wrestler. Roman Reigns is just more than a great wrestler, you know, things like that. So to me, Hook has the following. And as he grows more with his talents,
3: that would be my go-to guy. Bad, I love that. Thank you guys for that insight. And you know what? We're right up against it. We're actually running about two minutes late. So let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is both an honor and a pleasure for me to welcome back in a man that I, uh, I have to admit I'm a fan of have been for a very, very long time. And I appreciate him because he's kind of got through somewhat of a metamorphosis in his career. Uh, he was doing one thing long ago, <laughs> and now he's doing something completely different. And he, I think he's really hit a stride. And people throughout at least our area know who this man is. They respect his opinion and his abilities inside and outside the ring. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get a little sophisticated. Hopefully you guys got your your wine ready to go. As we welcome in the one, the only, the connoisseur, Niles Plunk That's all right. All right. Come on. Come on now, put the man back on screen. What's <laughs> up Niles? Thanks for being here, man. Hey,
7: thanks for having me guys. It's uh, some classy music you got playing there.
3: Well, we we tr- Listen, bro, I was looking for your NWL theme, which I love personally, but I couldn't find it, so we had to go with uh, this one. I best know
7: theme. I've been meaning to upload that. I have it, and that's what I use. Um it's so catchy. It's great. I mean, everyone loves it, and it's like it's my own thing. So, like, I need to upload it on YouTube so everyone can listen to it just jamming out on the stereo machine or whatever they're doing. No doubt. Or
3: when you come on next time, we can, you know, we can hit it before. You oh, yeah. Sure, that will sure. be dope too, right? Now, I, I hear – I have it on pretty good authority that everyone loves that song, your song, except for Belvedere.
7: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I haven't heard from Belvedere. I mean, last I heard he was on a tropical island somewhere. You know, <laughs> He must have cashed it in before. after NWL. Yeah, I mean, like he was just serving ice to people or something there. I don't understand where he's at. So.
3: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Well, hey, thank you for uh, for making some time for us, man. We know you travel a lot. We know you got your wine business. You're a busy dude. Uh, so we'll try to make the most of this time. But I'm not a selfish guy. I got a couple of great co-hosts. So I'm going to throw it to them first, if that's cool. And then we'll double back and we'll get into our conversation. So Hardcore Hoss, you want to lead us off with a couple of questions for the connoisseur here tonight? You know, it's great to meet you here. And uh, got to speak up, John.
2: Can you hear
3: me? Yeah, I can barely hear you. There you go, buddy.
2: Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, all right. Uh, it's great to meet you. And you know, a question I had just looking through your stuff, I, I noticed. I like to look at stuff that people have as far as ways that they market themselves. And I noticed a Planque Rose bottle of wine.
7: It's a Planque Rose actually. Uh, uh,
2: Sorry. I'm not really a wine connoisseur myself, but uh,
7: how
2: how did you uh, come about your own wine?
7: Well, I am a, I'm a winemaker. So I actually own uh, a winery in, um, Oh, just north of Kansas city called the windy wine company. We're closed now. Uh, we're kind of revamping. It might develop into something a little bit more plump like in the next few months. Um, but I just thought, why not make a wine? Like all these other winemakers have their own wine. So I'm much more classier and sophisticated than those guys. So why not make my own wine? So that's what I did.
2: All right. And, uh, how does some of this trying to figure out how I wanted to word this here how does uh, some of your wrestling experience transpose into managing your winemaking experience does what does one lend to the other as far as the management wise?
7: Yeah um, so I've, I have this thing where I, I've been wrestling since I was seventeen so my life lessons. I learned mostly through wrestling, um, going out, experiencing things, et cetera. So, um, I mean, I got a degree. I went to college. I got my degree. and um, But I use more input and promotion and marketing that I've learned through wrestling than I ever have through any college class that I ever took. So um, just the ability to speak. Because uh, I'm I'm normally a very shy, very introverted person. Um, I grew up on a farm, so I was kind of isolated from bigger areas and things like that. So um, wrestling kind of broke that shell for me so that um, I could expand a little bit more. And it just makes the, the whole industry, because the winemaking industry, um, very similar in ways to wrestling in terms of the business side of things is that there's You know, you have your stars, which are the winemakers. Then you have the promotion, which is promoters promoting different wineries, which are in turn kind of their own shows. And um, you line up your wines, which is kind of your roster. And, you know, you taste them and people pick the ones they like. They don't like some of them. They like, you know, they and it's just um, like, see, I relate everything to wrestling. So that's why it makes sense to me. Um, So it's been, you know, I can't tell you I wouldn't have done this doing something else in my life, but wrestling has been really in anything, any basic thing I do, even eating, cooking, stuff like that. I think about something with wrestling to apply to it. So it's a way of life, baby. It ain't just a hobby or some weekend shit, right? That's, Is that fair? Uh, yeah. it's, it's Is that a, fair? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I'm not I'm not getting on people who treat it as a weekend thing. As long as I respect it for what it is, um, you know. I, I know I have really good friends that only wrestle on the weekends, uh, and I've known them for years. And that's all they've ever done is just uh, is a weekend thing. I mean, most wrestlers nowadays we are just weekend guys because there's not a lot running during the week. That's um, a good point. But I'm, I'm talking guys that maybe wrestle like once every couple months or once a month or something like that. No problem with that as long. My, my only issue with that is if you're going to do it, just continue to stay um, respectful to the business in terms of saying stay in shape. Uh, make sure that you're you're not getting in there for the first time in four weeks when it's your turn to wrestle. again. Make sure you get some some experience, some training in there in between just to make sure you're you're not going to hurt yourself or someone else. Uh, God forbid. So, um, again, different walks on life i mean i'd love to do this seven days a week if i could um but you know the, the reality is is in today's market you can we can wrestle and I, I wrestle sometimes i wrestle four or five days a week um but it's it's harder and harder to do that as uh, promotions usually just run a friday saturday maybe a sunday uh especially in the midwest area so when um, i've had to go outside this area to do more which is fine uh, it's just, it's one of those things that's harder to do now than it was say 30 years ago when 30, 40 years ago, when territories were still running and you had a Tuesday night TV taping, a Wednesday night house show, you, you know, you know what I mean? So
3: definitely some different energy. Maestro, I know you're chomping at the bit, John. Great questions. What do you got for Niles Plunk? I'm oh, sorry, Plunkett. Plunkett, Plunk I don't want. You, I don't okay. want to make you I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I had a Freudian slip. It won't happen again. I promise.
1: I was we have say, to work man. together
3: sometimes, so I, I yeah. want to stay on your good side. Right, right. He's going. going to leave
4: before I have a chance to ask him a question because of your screw ups, man. I'm Am telling I you. bad. I'm.
3: I'm going to be careful. I promise. Okay. okay.
4: I I believe me. I have faith in you, buddy.
3: Thanks, man.
4: Now I I have to ask, you, sir. So, sure. where did you get? your love for the, for the finer things, or I guess you could say the winer things, if you will.
7: Um, you know, honestly, from a personal side of things, I started making, actually I, I started making beer, uh, as a, as a just kind of a fun activity. Someone got me one of those little kits as Mr. Beer kits. That was probably yeah. 15, 16 years ago. Um, I wasn't a big drinker. I didn't drink till I was 22. I never tried it. I'm just not a, um, you know, you're, I'm not straight edge, but I'm not like a party guy. So um, what I really enjoyed about it. And it, it relates to wrestling is that whenever I bottled that beer, I didn't drink most of it. I gave most of it away to friends and family and to watch them enjoy it and give me critiques on it. I'm like, i like this i like giving to someone else something that i've i've made you know in wrestling it's i give them a match and they can enjoy it or process it however it is um with the alcohol industry i produce something that they can enjoy and it's more rewarding to me to watch them drink a bottle of wine than it is to sell it from the perspective of i enjoy seeing someone enjoy something that i have done um So the finer things in life comes with, you know, the wine industry is often we're glorified as winemakers is that we're setting out on a beach or under our vineyards with a tuxedo, sipping a glass of wine and having some pretty girls fan us and stuff like that. Um, Reality is, is we're out there in you know, jean shorts and band-aids on our hands because we're pruning vines and, our hands are always stained purple. You know, one, of, one of the funny stories I have—I'm going to branch off on this. Um, when I first started doing the character and uh, the NWL, um, the owner, Major Baston, loved the guy. a Great dude. Shout out to Major. Um, he would always come up to me and he's like, "Craig or Niles, you know, you're um, you're supposed to be this classy dude, but your fingernails look black all like they look dirty all the time." <laughs> major. I'm a winemaker, like they get stained. So like, I mean, I, I just trimmed them and whatnot, but like at any time they're the purple, the grapes stain your fingernails. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep a manicure. You look like you have dirty nails all the time. Yeah, Even like, the dirt, right? Even, right. Yeah. It's it in there. Even the dirt, I mean, they weren't dirt. They were just, they're just stained. Like the, right. the grape stain your nails. So, um, you know, it's like, it's not a glorious job, but it's got some glorious perks to it. It's just like wrestling you know, the, the actual bumping and fighting and falling and bleeding and sweating and training and all that, that's not glorious at all. That's stuff that hurts. And, you know, obviously it's going to take a toll on our body and, you know, immediately, but years down the road, but it's the reward we get from it. That's, that's where that, you know, that classiness, that upscale stuff we get from it is the the reflection of what we do to get to that point. So, that's what I really appreciate about it is is when I see someone that's got some success to them, uh, either by wine or wrestling, and they're able to do post a picture on a private jet drinking a you know two thousand fourteen merlot from Napa Valley or wherever they're going to drink it. Uh, I don't just assume that's their normal lifestyle. I know that they're doing other things too. Um, you know, The Rock's a good example of that. You know, he doesn't just sit and enjoy the the luxuries of life he works he busts his butt horribly harder oh, yeah. than anybody else in hollywood right now that's why he's the top paid guy right well so, deserved top paid guys well,
1: so very i much mean I, I
7: i see success in that stuff as as guys putting or gals guys gals whatever putting in the work to get to that point and like so i always respect that and say they're here because um you know they put the the time in and the work in and they put the effort in cuz they love what they do. I mean that's there's no other no other word for it. So I I love it.
4: No, it, it's great that you keep that passion going through you um and you translate it both inside the ring and out of it, you know. So it's it's that it's that cross bridge, so and of course you got the wine glass, so it's perfect. There's yeah, you. exactly. I was like,
3: "Yo, we you, had to have Renee over guys. here." Straight. No, you this is the funny thing. You got Renee
4: just chugging this. You got me with a plastic water bottle. And then you,
3: yeah. But I'm Mexican, bro. So you know, I gotta, I gotta stick with the gimmick. Well, then my... I'm
4: surprised you don't have the plastic. Mucha of cerveza
3: glass. and muchos tacos. That's <laughs> <Yes, laughs> right. <laughs> um, so not all stereotypes are bad, for the record. No...
4: Not, no, but they really are, but they are funny. <laughs> yeah, um, hell yeah! <laughs> so now we have a question. Well, there's a lot of questions um, our Wrestle Talk podcast audience is asking. There's one from one of our hosts, actually, uh, Chris Rodell. It's actually not that one I was going to ask, but uh,
3: was it this one right here? Yes, Boom. it was
4: actually that one. So Chris Rodell, one of our dear hosts, asks any advice for a ring announcer who is good to get more exposure. Um, I guess he's looking to get more exposure. He's looking to get more exposure. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, the voice I, of Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Let me just tell you right now. Okay.
7: So, so I mean, if you're good, and, you know, um, okay. I, I I apologize, Chris. I haven't heard your stuff, but because um, I don't think I've worked for Dynamo for a long, long time. Um, gateway. <laughs> gateway yeah. days?
3: Does that go back to Gateway?
7: Maybe. Maybe. Right. Wow. I mean, uh, okay. Cool. Just stuff. a long time ago. Um, I would, I would, do the same thing I would tell a wrestler in this industry is reach out to different promotions. So one of the worst things you can do as an up and coming wrestler in an area is stay in your area. Um, that's what, that was my biggest fault for years. Um, I wish I would have done what I've done in the last three years, 10 years ago, which is hit everywhere, go everywhere, travel, just get in the car and go, um, because that's really the only way you're going to get known outside of your area. I mean, it's okay to be, if, 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 and again, going back to the weekend warrior thing, if you, all you want is exposure in your area, then by all means, focus on your area Uh, and and you'll, you'll get it. You just got to go to different places. Now it gets a little bit more complicated working in certain areas because this promotion may not like this promotion, which doesn't like this promotion. So there's always that chain. You got that chain, and 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 that's how business works. You can't work at McDonald's and Burger King at the same time. It's in their. Ha, I told you, Maestro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and I get that. So, as a business person, I get that. I mean, if I was oh, a promoter, Renee. <laughs> Renee, if I was a promoter, I'm not going to promote you as my champion if you're going to go work ten miles down the road for the other company as a job guy.
3: I completely agree, and sometimes it that's happens it that works. way but accidentally. But a lot of times it's intentional and that's, you know, I I know you and and I have a few questions of my own that relate to this particular topic because you are a worker and a promoter. So there's definitely, there can definitely be conflict of interest, but yeah, you have to carry yourself professional no matter where you are and you have to make sure you're respectful um, of those in the surrounding area as well. I think a prime
4: example for that is we recently had a Dynamo Pro show a few months ago. I think this was either November or October. Okay. And we had Moses Powell, who is the WLW champion, and he was wrestling in Dynamo Pro Wrestling, uh, I believe, against Camaro Jackson. Um, and one of the main keys that Luke Roberts and I had to do <clears throat> was make sure, and I made the mistake, you know, the mistake, but it, you know, it's a fixable thing. Was make sure not to promote WLW. And it's not because we dislike that promotion, but at the same time, you're trying to promote your product. You're trying to bring the best of what you got. So, you know, why bring all those eyes somewhere else, you know? And, yes, Renee, I get it with the whole thing about Jeff Bezos working at Walmart, okay? My <laughs> gosh. You like missed that thing. part
3: of our conversation now. that's, that's, that's It was <sighs> kind of similar to this. And I was making the argument that you can't have an executive <laughs> – Go and show we were talking about cody this is we're going totally off the rails here but stay with me so we're talking about who could show up at the royal rumble and jeremy said well what about cody rhodes i go he may not have a wrestling contract with AEW, but he's still an executive so an executive from one company is not going to show up and wrestle for another company right that's, i don't see it's like jeff happen, bezos yeah. showing up and working for walmart as a greeter it's like it's never going to happen right that was right. kind of the argument that i was making so and you know <laughs> I was right. Yeah, it was, so thank it you. Was no. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
7: But, you know, that's the thing too, is, you know, love them or hate them. Um, the community's divided on that a lot, but you, you can't question that Vince McMahon was a genius at promoting. And he did, Agreed. he did what he did. And he did what he did by exclusively promoting himself and not acknowledging other companies. I mean, this is um, what, what, just him acknowledging other or the WWE acknowledging other companies this year or in the last six months is like groundbreaking. It is. And, and that's, and that's because, and that's because the doors open everywhere to that. I mean, there's always been the door that's open. Like Vince is co-promoted with Japanese wrestling companies with other companies. Uh, heck even ECW, if you believe that ECW was its own thing. For maybe um, a second. Maybe just a second. Yeah. Just a but, you know, the, that's where it's all come together now, right? Um, I mean, like, I, I tell told somebody the other day, it's like the new Spider-Man movie that's out. It merges different, different dimensions of, of Spider-Man together, and now the movies can never be the same. They can't go back to a boring one lineal place. So now you got to have that all the time. Everything's involved. And, and that's yeah. where wrestling's at, too, is that they – the fans know they, they see a person on AEW, see a person mm-hmm. WWE. They want to see those matchups. Of course, that's happened for years. Right. But now the opportunity is there and the, the the method is there. And it's it's going to come down to how's it going to make both companies money. And when they can figure it out to where it benefits both of them equally and they're making money, it's going to happen all the time. That's that's, the that's what it comes down to. That's the the evolution. It's not WWE versus this company or this company versus it's this point. Now it's how are they going to help each other make money? And it may be I'm going to take their top guy and bring him into my company and he's going to beat my top guy. But in turn, his three other top guys are coming in and putting my other three top guys over. So you're going to get these exchanges and balance. balances you're going to get back to more of a territorial day which you know it all comes in a circle that's my opinion I don't know if it'll happen that's you know it kind of sets it up that way so I agree um, we've
3: been seeing that in boxing for years
7: like you know you'll
3: have the WBC and the IWF champion and there'll be some negotiation okay we'll have a couple of your guys over here and and so on and so forth it can definitely be done at a high level Right. Absolutely. It can definitely be yeah. done at a high level. And I think we're seeing it. Even, I think it's something you brought up earlier, Maestro, about like Nikki James, Mickey James mm-hmm. being announced as the uh, Impact Women's Champion, though she's going to be appearing on WWE television. Not to make this a WWE conversation, but I think it's a relevant point.
4: No, I agree. Um, so now, as I do got one more question, first off, I do want to.
3: Oh,
1: hi.
4: Pro Wrestling <laughs> Royalty. <laughs> hey, Miranda. Ladies hey. and gentlemen.
3: The lovely that Miranda Gordy. Hey, Miranda, how's it ya. going? Oh, awesome. doing well.
4: <laughs> How are y'all? I'm doing uh, great. It's great hearing from you. Great now that you ya. showed
3: up, we're gonna have to talk about scheduling an interview. That's what I was gonna say. Here, So we got to do it more formally. Hopefully, Absolutely. if you can, that would yeah, be. Dumb.
7: This is my time.
6: This is his time. This yeah, time. yeah. Stop taking out. his shine. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking his shine. Come
3: on, wow. she Man, was doing a no
7: podcast better. next door. I got oh, okay, fair enough. He already They're
3: had right. one today. This yeah, is mine. This is, mine. Right. This is mine. your time, right. exactly. Well, but but um, now knows where his bread is buttered, that's why he, he you know he's got to take it easy. <laughs> to
4: <laughs> go ahead, Maestro. So, all right, I was gonna say, well, uh, you know, we got a lot of people tuning in, so shout out to uh, um, one of them, Mr. Herb Simmons, probably one of the greatest minds in professional wrestling, which by the she way.
7: Herb Simmons is not retired, contrary to what has been circulating around. Bullshit. I just talked to Herb earlier today, and he was trying to – he's booking us. So whatever that rumor I was going to say, I
4: talked to him, him. yesterday. He's hes yeah. going. Herb, Herb is not he retired. He's
7: still promoting um, 46 years, I think he said, 47 so. years so. What's Have you seen cool? the
3: stuff he's been putting out on social media, Niles? Yeah,
7: yeah, he sends it to me. It's great. Dude, it stuff's going I'm like, out oh to Roku gosh. TV now. Like he's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, SICW is fun. It's one of my favorite places to work uh in this area. Like the TV stuff we do on Sundays. I've done a couple of those now for him. Um, he puts on great. I mean, St. Louis area, he draws really, really well for some of these big companies. And it, I mean, like these big areas. So, I mean, the last two two or three matches that I've been to in the St. Louis area, he's drawn four or 500 people, which is awesome. You know, it's like, he knows what he's doing. So guys need to pay attention. Like to, he's got the knowledge to do it. I got credit, you know, just in the last three years, I'm going to put him up up on a pedestal for a minute where I've got to know Herb a little bit more. I, I was introduced to Herb, I met him a few times in the past, but I was introduced to him really through Bert Prentice working for USA Championship Wrestling. And, and Bert um gave me a a big chance there and got to run with a lot of his guys and help bring some of those his talent up. Oh, by the way, shout out and, to Tom Simon, who was a regular at USA Championship
3: Wrestling. That's Tennessee, right? Am I yeah, right? Yeah yeah. Tennessee, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to and, Tom Simon, legendary Tom
7: Simon. So yeah, so. Tom Simon, good dude too. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, that's the thing, is like they all I mean like the you know, modern wrestling kind of gets a little bit heated with the old time mentality of wrestling, but the reason that the old time wrestling is and I'm not saying old school is always right in every circumstance, but it is almost right all the time. I agree uh, because, with you. Because yeah. Because it's it's a pattern that has been shown to work since the the beginning of wrestling. Uh, and even in modern era, I mean, you guys have hopefully both, I mean, I know right now you've seen me work, but hopefully you've seen more too. I'm an old school wrestler. I don't do anything modern at all. Um, and my matches get lots of good reviews and credit and whatnot from people. So, uh, doing simple, easy storytelling matches. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And that's what the old school part of, you know, from Sonny and, Uh, Harley and all the the people that took the time to help me, taught me. So uh, that stuff's never going to die. It it won't die. Um, Well, not
3: with guys like you around, man, passing that down. To the likes of, you know, the the Campbell Myers and some of these other guys that I know, like Dallas Cade, all these guys that look up to you, man. And I know a lot of your peers look up to you, too, because I was on the phone with our buddy Billy Simmons a little bit earlier, and he, he can't stop talking about how much he loves having you around. And, and all, you know, so the respect is there, man. And and I oh. agree with you. that the, the one downside is, is that you didn't start traveling earlier, right? Because, right. right. I mean... The, the, what you're doing is working in spades, my guy, and that's why you're in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, and really probably beyond that if you wanted to be. As a matter of fact, and I'm, I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my time back here. Um, I have, I guess, I have a little bit of news that some people may not know. So coming up here very soon, you're gonna be taking on James Storm, right? Yeah. Yep. So, talk to us a little bit about that, because that's another one of those guys that kind of does it the old way, and it still effing works, bro. You got to get a kick out of working with guys like that.
7: Oh yeah, and, and I've never worked with James before, so uh, I'm I've been on shows with him before, and I've known him. Uh, you know, I've only met him maybe a handful of times, and he's he's you know, guy right after my heart in terms of wrestling wise. Um, he's he's just he's a solid hand that's why he's still doing it um x amount of years later like like me so that's in tra- traditional American professional wrestling I think that's right I think traditional American bro and that's going to be in Kansas on uh, February 18th um yeah I'm looking really forward to that because it's uh, he's one of the guys I've, I've always wanted to tie up with and do some stuff he's talented and will tell a story I mean that's that's the thing is we're not worried we don't even think about moves. He's a guy like me. We only think about what we're going to do. We just think about how we're going to do what we want to do. And um, you know guys like that are a gem in this business now that have been around forever. Guys like Chase Stevens, Matt Winchester, um, you know, locally, you got Steve Fender. Jeremy Wyatt, those guys. Shout out to Superstar Steve. That's my guy, Yeah, Superstar Steve's one of my favorite guys. You know, and I've never gotten a chance until the last few years to work with him one-on-one. Same thing with uh, Attila uh, Khan-Di. Yeah,
3: shout out to him getting that NWA championship match. A lot of people didn't know about him before then, but, you know, us being uh, SICW fans here, we're well aware, man. So, Attila, kudos to him, man. Absolutely
7: killing. If it's one thing that's – a tribute to the years I've put into the business. It's working with guys that I consider to be guys that I want to listen to when I, I wrestle a match with and then have them tell me they love working with me. They could work with me seven days a week. I mean, that's that's a tribute to my training and, and devotion that, you know, for years I didn't get that because I was the guy in here helping other guys out. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, so now it's kind of I'm taking my, my – reward and going out and getting opportunities to wrestle with guys that are, you know, done other things or bigger things than I ever have. Bro, you got and Tim Storm there. coming
3: up in March. Like, come on, man. You're living yeah. a fantasy, my guy. <laughs> like Miranda Gordy just popped in. You're drinking wine. You're fighting Tim Storm. You're fighting. I mean, you're living
7: the life, man. I yeah, bro. It.
3: Come on. Oh, you're being
7: oh, yeah, right think, now. Yeah, am wrestling Tim in um, Texas, I think. That's right. Him and uh,
3: that's Sean that's, Hernandez. I yeah.
7: It's, I'm either wrestling Tim or Sean. Hernandez. I don't think they've put the final, maybe they, maybe they didn't answer it Tim. Um, I've wrestled Tim before. I love Tim. Tim's one of my favorite people. Um, I put this, I, every time, it seems like every podcast I've done in the last six months, they brought up Tim and I'm, I will say the same thing every time. Tim is a, an absolute um, joy to have in any locker room. He is a, he's a person that will enhance your locker room. Not only will he have a good match and he's got the name and the the you know the NWA championship um the lineage baby. Um, to help to help him out. Right. But he's just a guy that will that is just a knowledgeable person. He's calm, he will help de-escalate problems if there ever are any. I've seen him do that. I mean, he's just a great dude. Great, great dude.
3: No question about it. Well, you know what? I think you know how I roll. And to us, it's really all about the fans and and the people that support the sport that we love and also that support the podcast here. So we actually have uh, somebody uh, who listens to the show regularly that would like to come on and uh, share his thoughts with you. Is that cool?
7: Absolutely. Sure.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, longtime friend of the show, representing the wonderful Michael's Corner, the one and only Michael Pam. Michael, welcome to the show. What do you got for the concert tonight,
7: buddy? Hey, Michael.
6: Yeah. Hey. Uh, Niles, I got some few words for you. Oh my! Okay. Uh
1: oh!
6: <laughs> oh boy! You know, I, I I'm telling you, you are a cheater in steel domain oh. wrestling.
7: Maybe <laughs> well, we, we. Well, what what else do you expect me to do in Minnesota? He's
6: got to win.
7: Oh my <laughs> I mean, come on! You There's
4: not the much else. You. cheating. It's the only way Minnesotans would win. I don't
6: know. And you always cheating. drink that you always drink your little wine you got there. But it, it was red the last time I seen. It.
7: That's red on show days.
6: <laughs> yeah.
7: And white every other day. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Cheated. Oh, I'm done.
6: Well, well, um, you know, I got something in store for you the next time I see you.
7: Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Now we it, don't. Is, come is, down it a, violence is it a here, bottle Michael. of two thousand eight Merlot? Stop, <laughs> some Merlot, you got some wine
6: for
3: him. He'd love
7: oh, to do that in Minnesota. You have snow. Um, we have snow yeah. here too, but you guys are extremely cold. Um, unless it's a bottle of wine, Michael. I, I don't know if I'm if I'm really wanting to take that. It's a snow. Whatever, uh, you, bring. Cool. whatever you bring, whatever you bring, <laughs> I will gladly. Shed some mm-hmm. class and sophistication on it.
6: How's yeah, that? just go bring your cheap wine to Minnesota. Oh, okay, That's okay. all Michael
3: you guys only. know is cheap wine. <laughs> Box wine in Minnesota yes. only. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Michael, well, we are running a little bit of short on time, man. Any other thoughts for the connoisseur here tonight?
6: Um, You know, I respect you, you know, Poppy Niles, you know. You, um, you entertain us, wrestling fans, you know. You show us to have a good time, you know, and whatnot. So I want to thank you personally for what you do.
7: Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, I wouldn't be doing what I do if it wasn't for fans like you to show up and buy a ticket, uh, cheer, boo, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. Cause a stink online. I, that's what we love that's what helps draw the next, the next event. So I thank you uh, for that, Michael, and thank you to all the fans, everyone else for doing what they do for the business, because um, you know, it's, it's no longer just a wrestler, referee, promoter business. There's so much more attached to it. There's, there's podcasts, there's sound people that are so important to modern wrestling. Um, Cause believe me, I've seen shows come to a standstill and fans, kill a crowd because the sound was wrong you know there's i've been a few (laughs) yeah it's just there's there's roles there's tv production i've seen a, a well show a show that was well done live that was produced terribly for tv that that made it look worse and vice versa um you know there's just so much more to this business than just two guys locking up and a guy counting three so um you know, I appreciate everyone. And then there's always been the fan. I'm not, not discouraging the fan. There's always been the fan. Uh, but there's just so much more. And it's like the wrestling world is this integrated community. And without that integrated community, um, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. I just wish the community would get along a little bit better. Uh, yeah. You know, but maybe, maybe that can change. Maybe, maybe things will change once doors open and whatnot. And people can start working together instead of trying to fight each other on stuff. But... You know, either way, it is. It's a it's a good um, reflection of where wrestling's at now, um, and it's how it's adapted.
3: No question. All right, Michael. Thanks for coming on, brother. We definitely do appreciate your time, and thank you for the support of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Hopefully, yep. we'll catch you again down the road. All right, man. Have a great night.
4: Yep. You too, yep. well, Michael.
7: Yep. See you, bud. Thank you, Michael. Later.
4: Can I say one oh, thing, Michael, Renee? Before we, of course, we, uh, bro, of course. We head on. You know, Niles. I think. I know what would send your business, unfortunately, it it can't happen now, but I know what could have sent your business, your wine business over the top. Um, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> st- stay out of this. <laughs> if Andre the Giant was alive, you would be a billionaire. I'm just telling you right now, this dude would order a case of wine before a okay. wrestling show. You would be set for life if Andre, God bless your soul, was still alive. I just had to throw that out there because the world yeah, the you know, world's greatest
7: drinker. There's some incredible yeah. stories. He was, and you know you know, it's on a side note of that, not to not to put the downside, you know, that's a sad that's a sad thing is that yeah, it, the is. Industry, it really is. The industry was so much rougher back then that, you know, really the escape for a lot of guys was drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And Andre's a so good much pain. point pain that. You know, Andre's not a, not going to do the hard drug stuff, but he drank, you know, it almost. Oh, to look whatever. at that comment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, so where we've come now and where everyone like, you know, God bless people for having the, you know, a lot of wrestlers now are straight edge, you know, and that's a credit to I love a that. all those guys setting that motive. I can't. I got to drink something. But um, but, you know, where we've come from, you know, the industry wise, too, has evolved in a way where now that's less and less. And, you know, we're more in the public eye. So you have more of that to to respect for the business as well. Um, But, yeah, God, God bless um, Andre and his family. You know, that would have been I would have totally thrown down a couple bottles with him. If I had the opportunity. Yeah, to all of
3: us. I would have been on my bucket list, bro. Oh, my crazy.
7: gosh. So um, we did have I a question earlier,
3: there. Maestro, and I, I don't want it to let it slide by. So your T-shirt, uh, obviously oh, being yeah. of Mexican descent, bro, I love luchadors. Now, the question was, is that Mr. Fitness 2?
7: No, this is uh, Dick Fry, the Destroyer.
3: right the Destroyer. There you go. Yep. We had that question a little bit earlier. So so, uh,
7: uh, uh, so there's only three of these in existence. There's I have one. Space Cowboy Jason Jones has the other, and then Ace still has the third because um, we're all fans of the Destroyer. And um, it just, it's just, it's a cool novelty shirt that we got. I, it's like one of my favorite wrestling shirts. I don't wear a lot of wrestling shirts, but it's my favorite one. Well, you that dressed up for me. the occasion. We appreciate it. No no problem. I mean I, just, I got
3: my favorite wrestling shirt on too. What's happening? Is
7: it Niles No, no, no.
3: Yeah, I don't think you make uh, extra sexy. Do you? Do you make that size? I Nobody makes triple XL, XL so you'd that's be that's the set. size I wear. The triple XL <laughs> is not my size, it's triple sexy. <laughs> He's got him. He's got all right. Yeah. I'm gonna that's have to right. grab that and a couple of those uh bottles of wine that are in re- you know, those wine bottles are going to be worth a lot more now that you've discontinued. You know, they're gonna co- go up in, in prestige. You know, that's like how it really goes, good. man. You Maybe know, we can that's... make them NFTs or something. I, I want I got to find out what an F- NFT is first, but I think once I figure that out, we could do something with that, bro. We'll just add a new of cryptocurrency, of wine credit. coin? <laughs> <What>? uh, wine <laughs> coin? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> <Don't get coin. laughs> All right, so uh, a couple of quick questions, and I know we're running a little bit over time. I just got to yes. get these in. So you brought up the Space Cowboy. Uh, what you who didn't, didn't break up was Michael Barry. These are two guys that I, I know that you're very close with. Can you talk to me uh, a little bit about the dynamic of your guys' relationship and why you guys are so close? I know you, you regularly travel together and do a lot of business together. I would add Miranda to that fold. It's like no longer three Musketeers. It's like three Musketeers and then whatever the girl musketeer would be called. But yeah, I know you guys no, kind of like of the musketeers. Musketeers. She's for sure musketeer that musketeer.
7: musketeers. That's right. The
3: so, so I know that that's a special uh, kind of like uh, inner circle that you have. Man. Can you talk to us a little bit about each one of those individuals and what they
7: mean to you. Oh, sure. Um, I'll start with JJ space cowboy, Jason Jones. Uh, I've known JJ for gosh, 20 some years. Um, JJ was really the first promotion that I worked for that had TV that had, uh, a regular, you know, um, show that I was booked on. And that was back in 2000, uh, 2000, 2001, something like that. I met JJ through other, um, events at the time down there when we when I started traveling around something just get me bookings and whatnot. All right. And, um, I've worked with JJ at uh, Mid-States since then. And so the very first Mid-States, uh, bringing Michael Berry into a picture, the very first Mid-States event over 20 years ago was the main event was Michael Berry and Crow, which is this guy right here. That's you. Uh, That's right. right <laughs> yeah. um, I remember the hair, bro. I remember the long hair and everything. I had the long hair and yep. the, the no fuzzy face and was 18 and life to go, right? Um, <laughs> Scrawny little Craig um and then michael Barry is in the same group i've known him forever um barry was like and it's, it's in the recent years i've told like i've told miranda this like barry was like our michael hayes to our group he was the unpredictable guy that would start fights he you never knew what he was going to do he was the guy that we would try to corral on trips like, so we all didn't go to jail <laughs> uh he, michael barry was legit he was the legit deal as a wrestler and um he uh is one of my best friends he's one of, one of my tag partners now we have uh bad and bourgeois which is our Bad
3: that's great Baden bourgeois. <laughs> i and love so, that uh, check so, out this comment from a man, Sonny, right here. He said, uh, Mr. Saturday Night made me shotgun a beer with him at Arrowhead. Last time I seen him? And that couldn't have been that long ago. So. No, that's
7: probably this Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah, Saturday so, I mean, Night, baby. Berries Barry's, Barry's and... Abs- in, in, in terms of work-wise, I mean, um, I'll put them both over. Uh, Space Cowboy, one of the best people I've ever heard on the mic. Great announcer. Um... As far as psychology wise, match wise, great. He trains a lot of people down there. He's doing a good job with them. Michael Berry's just fantastic worker. He's always been a bigger guy, so he can, you can throw him in there with a guy like a Goldberg, and it would look believable. You could throw him in there with a guy like um, Fuego, a smaller guy, and he can still he'll work depending on where he needs to be. Um, Barry's just and he's very animated. He'll he embraces whatever he needs to do for promos for he has no shame.
3: Okay, That's, okay. So let me ask you a question to piggyback off that. Yeah. When you guys went to NWL and he had to start running that Flex Zerba thing, you know him better than most people. Did he love it or did he hate it?
6: Because um, I think
3: some people got a great deal out of that thing, and I think some people got a pretty raw and, and I don't mean like contracts or anything like that. I'm just talking about the characters,
7: right? Uh, he viewed it the Senate same way Sterling. I did. We didn't love it or hate it. We just we we understood what it was. Um, okay, you know that when the N.W.L. came around to us, it was just it's another one of these promotions that are going to start up with a lot of backing behind it. It might have some momentum. We're going to ride it until it dies. Um, now that turned to something more, and the dying of it happened much. Sudden, so much more sudden than we wanted it to. About two year uh, mark, right? Yeah. The the yeah. most fun I've ever had in a promotion was with the NWL. I bet. Um, it, was, it was where I got my legs as Niles. It's where I met a lot of good people and formed some good bonds with people, stronger bonds with people. Um, I think most fans.
3: guys came out of that better for it.
7: I would say most of them did. You Uh, see Outlaw, he's
3: doing Black Wrestlers Matter now. KLD's got like two promotions. It's insane. Like a lot of these guys. And Jeremy White has only continued to climb, you know, when when it comes to the respect that he has in this area. I mean, there's no question.
7: Right. Um, I mean, the ones that devoted themselves to it, which we all did, like it didn't matter if it was – if we knew it was going to fail in six months or a year, for those six months, those years, we put everything into it. It's the ones that had the egos that didn't want to do this gimmick because they didn't feel like it was their indie gimmick. Those are the ones that hurt from it, um, not bearing that they no, all had everyone I has. I think one. it's some a fair guys. statement. better not doing it, some guys, but most of us that embraced it did better. We we got a piggyback off of it, and um, you know that was a sad day when that ended. But for all of us, as, we're here for the ride. Let's give it, let's give it hell until it's over, and uh, you know right when we were comfortable like right where we were feeling like this is this is working the rug got pulled out uh you know and it's, it was just over so that was the, the unfortunate thing is because most of the time you see the writing on the wall you see it, like when we like every promotion we work for that's been a similar kind of startup setup you just know like hey in six months this is going down right um this one was that wasn't the case with this one we were like hey we're drawing Good crowds, six hundred people on these shows. It was crazy, TV. man. We got good production. The people they know just from you know. We had the WWE feel where my music would hit or whoever's music would hit before they even saw who it was. They knew who it was, and you. Know, and that's so. That's, what's that's supposed draw, to be? That's a business thing that you you drive for as a promotion. You want people to know who you are before they even see you, and um, then and, you know. Then for whatever reason, then there's that's. None of my my business. I respect major. Right. I respect the NWL. Decisions had to be made. It's unfortunate some guys, you know, lost jobs and things like that, including me. Um, but I'm I'm very thankful for what it was. Um,
3: and I think I think the, the whole area is better for it because we can see that it can be done successfully. You well, yeah, can man. put five to six hundred people in a show in Kansas City. Overland Park, St. Louis, and, and even you guys even ran down in uh, uh, southern Missouri as well. I'm not sure exactly we where Joplin, you guys went. We went in to Joplin Wichita, as well, Springfield,
7: yeah. Missouri. We went like, all over the place. And, I mean, that's a testament to when uh, a promotion like um, Journey Pro started up and they utilized a lot of those NWO. That that's what drew their people Was they used a lot. And the same thing with um, Dynamic Wrestling that's starting now too. Their their first couple shows were almost – exclusively NWL talent to draw the Kansas City fans. And now they can start switching up. And that's what they did. That's what Journey does now. That's what Dy- Dynamics is bringing in more people. But – um Well, shout out to Trinity to,
3: and Simon, by the way, as well.
7: Yeah, little absolutely. Little yeah. yeah, great, great guys. dudes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Walter and uh, DJ with and Gabe with uh, – Yeah, and they added Hartzell. The
3: they added Hartzell too. So yes. shout out to my guy, Hartzell and Chris, who's a big yep. part of their team as well. Yep.
7: So, um, good guys. So, I mean, all those – all those guys, all those guys working together in Kansas City. That the NWO helped build that, you know, and that was, you know, um, the brainstorm. I say Major Basin, Chris Goth, um, even um, guys like Michael Strider. You know, behind the scenes, um, they just helped build that. So you, you know, so what was
3: the, the saddest part of it for me, man, um, outside of the NWO, is that we got the NWL, but we lost Metro and Metro was special. It was, it was, it was something special. And I've been to a lot of shows now, you know, I've been around now for a few years on the scene, going to different places that place had something special, man. And hopefully somebody around here is able to recapture that. I hear DWF is doing a pretty good job of kind of providing that same style but it's yet to be seen. Cause I, I don't know, bro. Maybe it was just because I started going to indie shows there and it's just something special for me. But I'm not the only one who said it. Like Metro had something. It, it was it was pretty, pretty amazing.
7: You know, Sonny always told me, um, he said that wrestling is great. If you draw well in a promotion, it's great. But you're kicking a dead horse if you don't have TV. And you know, um I think there's so many options for TV today with wrestling. There's fight, there's YouTube, there's all these streaming services, but what I think did so well with NWL is they went to broadcast, which everyone claims is dead, but the results showed, spoke for themselves. Um, Broadcast is where you really want to be. I mean, even down in Texas, when we did the SWE fury, um, they, when they went to broadcast, It was the same effect. Like I felt into the SWE run there before they shut down. Um, It was the same effect as NWO. Like our music would hit. They knew who we were before we even showed out. And that that was a result of broadcast TV. People saw us on. I mean, maybe they only saw us for two minutes while they were flipping channels. But they they walked
3: in. They already knew. They knew. That goes such Um, a long
7: way. And that's, um, you know, I, I'm really hoping that any area promoters and stuff, listen to that and say, you know, let's check out broadcast Even if it's the local TV station, if you want to draw your, your local crowd, try and get into the broadcast. I mean, it's, you're not going to, TV never is notorious for not making any money. Uh, you make your money from what you get from TV, your sponsors and draws and things like that. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully someone will be able to pick up on a broadcast station in Kansas City, and then that's that's all she's going to write at that point. Well, moment. God knows there's
3: nothing else to watch here on TV locally. Somebody needs to, like, now. <laughs> all right, well, listen, we're running short on time, bro. I know you got a lot of stuff to do, so let's do this. We're going to appeal to your competitive nature okay. in something we call the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge, and for that reason, I'm going to kind of switch us around. So – the maestro will be officiating it, and I believe it's the night owl versus the connoisseur. Well, damn right one, it is. In a little bit of a trivia challenge here tonight. Am I right, maestro?
4: You are 100% correct on that
3: one. Okay. All right. Well, we do have some fancy intro music for it, so we'll bring on our audio there engineer, it hardcore Haas. Hoss, oh, I love Hoss it. you know what to do, baby. All the way from West Virginia repping big time. Why don't you go ahead and hit that music for tonight's edition of the WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge? You might want to unmute yourself, Haas. Just it's just a suggestion. all right let's do this all right how how have we not gotten copyrighted for that yet i don't know but let's. <laughs> I, I, I don't intend right, on that
4: happening anytime soon
3: john's gonna stick sure around <laughs> yeah exactly now i'm jinxing us but john's gonna stick around for music at the end and also if we're not sure who answered first. John He's will the be tie the tiebreaker. Yeah, he'll be the tiebreaker. So, all right. I ahead. love
4: this. Okay. Well, welcome, gentlemen, and all the Wrestle Talk Podcast fans, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of the WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight's contest is scheduled for the best two out of three falls. Our contestants are the Night Owl, Renee Martinez, and. Niles Planquet, the connoisseur himself. In a few moments, I will ask both of you, gentlemen, three questions about a particular professional wrestling topic. And whatever you think you know the answer to said question, all you gotta do is shout out your answer. And like I said, Hardcore Haas will be the tiebreaker in case you know we it's too close to call. Cool. Um, now I will say that with uh, the Night Owl being a Chiefs fan, I think we know where the bias is going to
3: lean. Um, <laughs> don't be mad at me because I like winners. Okay. I,
7: I don't watch hockey, so we're okay.
3: That's football, <laughs> but thank you. No. Uh, sure. Wrong
7: yeah, sport. Yeah, uh, Still sport where they hit with a stick. I get it. Yeah. Right.
4: In honor of tonight's guest, our Wrestle podcast game show challenge category will be risky business. After, like I said, I'm going to give you guys three questions, and it's the best two out of three falls. Whenever you know the answer or you think you know it, all you got to do is shout it out. Okay.
3: Night Owl, okay. are you ready? Okay, just to be clear, you start giving the clues. As soon as we know, just say it, right? All you got to do is say it. Okay, good. Just good. don't give me a dumbass answer. Well, I can't guarantee that, my guy. I'm yeah,
4: well, then you lost already. All right, <laughs> Night Owl, <Al>, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Mr. Plunket, hey, are you ready? Good to go. Awesome. Go, All right, gentlemen. Question number one. This professional wrestler retired... In January 2020, after winning championships in WCW and the WWF, he also acted in 18 different movies. Batista.
3: Batista
4: is incorrect. Okay, WCW, duh. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> Dumbass answer. You he said movies, be- asswipe. <laughs> he is best known today for the yoga program that bears his name. DDP.
6: Ah, DDP.
4: DDP Diamond Dow's Page is
3: correct. 18 movies for real?
4: Yeah, it's crazy. That's
3: crazy. That's crazy. Uh, all right, is that so kept, it is DDP yoga. What's up? Does that does that TDP yoga? Is that yeah, included? It's, yeah. Oh, it's not a movie though. It's a that's, workout. That's a movie. I don't know. Oh, no, okay, fine. 19. <laughs> Obviously I haven't done any DDP yoga.
4: So. <laughs> It's obvious. It'd be like that sometimes, so I don't blame you. No. All right. It is 1 nothing. All right. Connoisseurs in the lead. A lot Question of number two. This professional wrestler is a former singles champion in DDT Pro Wrestling, a former NXT, Raw, and SmackDown Women's Champion. She is a native of Osaka, Japan. Asuka. Asuka is correct. Let's go. All righty. We are tied up. Ooh. All righty. This is going to be a big one. All right. It is time for the tiebreaker. Okay. Question number three. This professional wrestler is a former singles champion in WCW... And a tag team champion in TNA, NWA, WCW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and the WWF. A graduate of the University of Michigan, this man was also a member of the NWO and the Main Event Mafia. Uh, uh, Nash. Nash is incorrect. Until 2020, this man was known for owning a restaurant in Georgia.
7: Uh, Big Papa Pump.
4: Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner is correct.
7: And it was a Shoney's.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I love Shoney's. You know what, I'm going to give him an extra point just for knowing you it's a show <laughs> Hit the All I do is win,
1: win, win, no
0: matter what. I money on my mind, I can never get it the everybody Hey. stay there, And they Excellent
6: okay. job. Hey.
4: Toast yourself and have a drink. You are the winner
7: of the really podcast t- game
3: show challenge. Time out, time out, time out, time out.
7: That's great. I really wanted to win that car, so thanks, guys. Uh, what what it. car?
3: What what are you guys talking about? Did Was, somebody not talk to me about this car thing?
7: Wasn't there a car?
3: Haas, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're you're right? in charge of this thing.
2: Uh, I have a memo here from the night out that says. Something well, well, hopefully Dick it's, Douglas will
3: pay for
4: it. I was about to say, let's not. Don't say it too loud, but it is Dick Douglas's car.
3: That's right. We'll give you Dick Douglas's car. It's all yeah. good. Well, now two things. I thought you said <laughs> that Belvedere wasn't with you anymore, but all of a sudden you have a brand new glass of wine.
7: I didn't see you serve Ooh. yourself wine. Uh, I just poured it. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. The spirit of Belvedere is there. The there's uh, a <laughs> yeah, di- uh, funny thing in Dynamic Wrestling Federation, there's a Belvedere 2.0. Oh, spelled a little differently. Um, mm. I don't know if you remember in NWL, I believe it was uh, Red Cloud locked him in a freezer, correct? So, just this last year, I unlocked him from the freezer and he had to eat all the frozen beef, so he's put on a little weight, but he's there. You mean like Walt Disney, like you literally put him in the ice thing.
6: I guess. I
7: mean like we know that he's kind of an ice man anyway. So
3: that's ah, some sort of human rights violation, yeah, but we're true. not going to talk about that here. <laughs> that's all right cuz we're on I do need
7: to say I do <laughs> need that? to say you asked me about Space Cowboy and I Michael Barry and Miranda Gordy. I didn't get the chance to talk about Miranda Gordy and Shame. really mad at me if I don't.
3: No, yeah, no, you got to do so, your job.
7: Oh, um, mad. The floor I mean, is yours. I guess I can just sum it up like we actually have a real free bird that, that travels with us now. So, I mean, that's pretty pretty awesome. It's real shit. And she's a lot better looking than like JJ. Pretty much and... anybody
3: else you ride with?
7: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty I much. Think, uh, but no, uh, she's she's definitely uh, – she's awesome to ride with and travel with and to be a partner with in in life and then in, in the ring. She's part of Bad and Bourgeois as well. So we, we have the three – Three man tag team with that, with Michael Berry or Flex as he goes by with that one, and then uh, Miranda Gordy and Niles Plunkett. We're we're bad and bourgeois. So, if you have any uh, six man tags anywhere that want some class and sophistication, and then some, you know, bad street ass kicking, uh, bad and bourgeois is the way to go. Well, we're gonna have to find you some triple threat tag matches. Playa, playa
3: tag
6: match yes, right.
3: maybe with the undertaker <laughs> well now thank you bro so much thank you, for your time uh we have more than 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 abused you today it was supposed to be a 30 minute interview i think we're creeping up on an hour now but look dude i think you That's coming on roll. the show was was way overdue um we, we're killing on facebook but uh on the instagram feed and also the twitter feed has been going crazy Clearly, you're resonating with the fans of professional wrestling, man. So, I guess before you go, I'm going to ask you for two little things. Number one, don't okay. be a stranger, please come back
7: anytime. anytime and number yes, two,
3: yes. because I know people enjoy you so much, you've got to tell us what you've got coming up over the next couple of weeks. Where can folks see Bad and Bourgeois?
7: Um, I uh, saw so Bad and Bourgeois. Uh, one, <laughs> we got several um, incarnations of it, so you'll see. Flex and I at BCW in, um, Guthrie, Oklahoma, that's going to be on April 9th. Nice. Um, you also see us in Texas style wrestling, a new promotion. That's, that's opened up. It's kind of a branch of SWE fury. Um, we're going to be down there going for those belts, um, uh, very soon. That's on their own app. You can check that out and uh, you can follow this stuff on my page. As far as, uh, Miranda and I are, we're, we're tagging at several different places, but probably the coolest places, uh, She's gonna get mad at me because I'm not in this Cush Fest, which is the twentieth of oh. April uh, where's that? Antonio. I
3: need I need directions. That's in San <laughs>
7: Antonio, so that's a drive. But oh boy, um, we're we're tagging in a intergender mixed tag thing down there, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, uh, as far as wrestling wise goes, we're both going to be on a lot of the same stuff coming up and we branch apart. She flies this way. I fly this way. Flex does his stuff. Um, I'll be in Nashville this Friday for a certain company that's traveling through doing stuff for Fox TV. Um, and then Saturday I'm telling it up to Minnesota where she'll be as well. She's uh, she's got an MLW thing in Texas this mm-hmm. Friday. So wow. tune into that as well, her. either SmackDown or MLW. We'll see either of us. Maybe hopefully at least one. Or she'll at least see one of us on MLW. You won't, I don't know about SmackDown, but um, I'll be there. And then um, we'll be in North Star. It's a new promotion in Minnesota. We have a couple other dates in Minnesota with still domain. We're, we're big uh, players. Watch out they, for that uh, Michael
3: Pam guy. He's apparently got something for you. So I'd. He I'd snow cone. <laughs> That's yeah, all he's got. <laughs> so cool. Like a yellow uh, snow cone?
7: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll be back in SICW with Herb, Um, as far as Missouri goes. We don't have any Pony Express stuff, which is the promotion I run right. plan, but I'm sure we'll get something to that when it starts warming up. It's just, you know, it's really cold to run right now. It is. Um, I don't that like- venue you guys
3: used for the show that I went to where uh, – I think Rudy Gonzalez was there and the whole crew. That yeah. was a great spot. Hopefully, you guys are able to run there again. I like yeah, that. That, that's
7: amazing. And that's that's real close to our winery Wineries. It's like ten miles that way. Um, yeah, I'd like to run that again. We'll probably if we do that, it'll be spring or fall when it's not so hot or cold. Um, and then um, you know we're, we're all over the place. We'll be in Tennessee. We've got some Texas stuff. Just got a call about doing some maybe some stuff in Arizona. So we'll see about how that goes. So like the, that. the cool thing is is that states like. Both Moran and I were booked to go all kinds of places, East West Coast. We had about nine beach dates set before the virus hit in two thousand twenty, and so we're really hoping we can get some more beach dates set because out on the the coast, the snow is for the birds. Um, We're ready for sand. Well, and we want you guys to
3: actually be able to get out and do stuff like that because your schedules are so crazy that. Be, be able to get a little time in the sun, you know, one-on-one time. I've been married for a long time, and I know that whether the relationship's young or old, you got to keep things fresh. You got to be able to spend time with each other, and it never hurts when she's in, in a bikini and you're wearing your shorts and you're having some margaritas or some wine on the beach. I mean, that can't I mean, hurt, right? You know what I'm saying? Per-
7: that's the perks of the job, right? Like, exactly, uh, man. I get. I get the perks of that.
3: (laughs) I love to hear that. Well, listen, I know we left a lot on the table. I got people asking uh, about Brock Lesnar and some of your WWE backstage stuff. So when you come back, we'll make sure we get into a little bit more of that. Is that cool?
7: Sure, yeah. Just don't ever give me a camera to film Brock Lesnar.
3: Yes, and that's that's exactly what they were (laughs) referencing. (laughs) Well, cheers to you, my friend. You have yourself a wonderful night. We really appreciate you coming on, and you know what? We're gonna send you off with some classy music, hard whore, hardcore Hoss, Will you do me a favor and hit that music just one more time? It'll be the last time you hear it because next time we'll have your actual theme on the show. I'll
7: send it. I'll send it. You?
3: Let's get it done, baby. Have a good night. Thank you now. guys. Appreciate it. On the road, now. brother. Watching. Appreciate. You it. Cheers. Cheers. Hit the music, baby. Cheers. My. Well, because we are listening to some classic music, allow me to close the show out with my fancy accent. Maestro Hardcore Mm -hmm. Hoss. today's show was absolutely exquisite. I think we absolutely broke through every barrier in existence, and we continue to be the very best podcast ever based out of the good old Midwest. Thank you very much, Pinky.
4: (laughs) Why do you sound like a bad impersonator of one of the Beatles?
3: Who's the
4: Beatles? That's right. All right. Let me show.
3: I grew up on Wu-Tang Clan. Don't talk to me about no damn Beatles. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) The only
4: Beatles are the ones that are crawling around your house. Okay.
3: Or my head. (laughs) All right, right. guys. Great show. Maestro, final thoughts, man.
4: Okay, awesome. I love doing the clothes. Okay. Well, folks, we had an amazing show this evening. We have a main show every week, but this one was really fantastic. Like I said, there is no problem going to overtime because the guests, the interviews we dealt dug deep into everything, but there's always a seriousness to things going on in the world. Um, you know, mental health is a lot going on in the world. Suicide is still a big issue. And, you know, we have the suicide hotline that we put on the show constantly. Hardcore Haas does a great job of that to make sure that you are never alone. There is always a voice out there that's willing to listen to you. Um, You know, depression is real. Mental health illnesses are real. You know, we've all had our ups and our downs in life, but this show keeps us going. You all keep us going. We love each and every one of you. Every, you know, every uh, Tuesday, every Friday, we love doing this show, not just for ourselves, not just for each other, but for all of you that tune in. And, i it's a great privilege for me it's been a little rough the past few hours before i did this show so for me to be able to come on really boosted my night and i cannot thank you all enough so from the maestro all i gotta say is life is a book full of empty pages just waiting to be written in make your lives worth reading good
3: maestro with an awesome close and i gotta give you the floor as well john your thoughts on tonight's show, man. Any parting thoughts here for the uh, Wrestle Talk
2: faithful? You know, uh, just privileged to be a part of the show and an awesome show it was, and uh, two really great guests. And uh, just looking forward to next week.
3: Absolutely going to have a killer show next week. And allow me to say my parting piece here, guys. 2022 is going to be a challenging year for all of us. I just recommend that everybody be highly adaptable. And if you take it from the guys that we interviewed today, right? We talked to Cisco. He's only you know, uh, six years into the business now. He's been in the business for 20 years plus. Like, As long as you have that fire and that passion, keep going. This podcast has been a very slow burn. It's taking forever to even get to this. So as long as you continue to enjoy it and have a passion for it, keep fighting. It's definitely going to be worth it in the end, and just know that the people around you who love you are always going to be there to support you, even if you drive them crazy like me when you're keeping the kids up, and it's like ten minutes after the show was supposed to be over, and your wife is probably over there fuming. Keep doing it, baby, because if that's your passion, at the end of the day, they'll be happy for you. They'll be happy for you for you to pursue it. So, from the night owl to the hardcore hoss to the maestro and everybody else here in the Wrestle Talk Podcast team. We love you. We appreciate you guys. And be ready because next week's going to be crazy. We got Luke Skywalker-Roberts and Sonny Money Mayo hosting two incredible guests. Make sure you guys keep tuned in to all the Wrestle Talk Podcast platforms to know exactly who's going to be joining us on the show next. Everybody have a blessed night. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you guys next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Peace!